unfiltered, unapologetic, uncaged. You're tuned in to Black Radio Uncensored, where social media and social commentary collide. If you dish it, be ready to take it. Are y'all ready? Let's go! Rowan Key, how y'all feel out there? What up, what up, what up, what up, everybody? This is Ro J, your host. Yo, and this is Key, one of the hardest working ladies in Duval County, baby. Hey. 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 <laughs> what's going on, cousin? Say, what's up? What it do, baby? What's happening with you? Chilling, chilling. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Bright and sunny in Jacksonville, Florida, looking good. They got that Georgia, Florida weekend. So, you know, shit probably packed and stacked around this motherfucker. I know it is. Man, <laughs> trust me. I know it is too. Where they play at? Where they play at? At the stadium. Here? I mean, I'm here. Jacksonville, yeah. Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> right, now nah, you ain't in Duval, right, no. Right, yeah, right, right. Yeah. My bad. So, and yeah. what it all tell? Oh man, mm-hmm. they out there riding. Okay, I know they yeah, they the Everbank. It's not a yeah, oh, yeah, Everbank. Yeah, look at see, that's how old yeah. I am. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, they down Everbank. there doing their thing, man. Okay. I'm sure you know. Uh, you got a lot of folks. They start coming down a week before. Mm-hmm. To make that shit happen, they be down there tailgating, and, you know, and they Winter Vegas and everything. Damn. So the shit lit out there. I know Trust it smells good. Now that all that food man. going on them grills and shit, and I'm trying to eat. They tell know how to you, eat man. and do all y'all. Hey. All the crowds bought up, all Damn. the shrimp bought up. Right. Hey, hey, trust me. <laughs> they these motherfuckers out here living it up. Florida making that bread right now. I'm telling you, bro. Mm-hmm. I, hey, one time for Florida Gators, man. I hope they do their thing. And, you know, it is what it is. Everybody have a good time. No riff rafter. Right. Don't need no goddamn crime. Just have a good time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, what's going on in D.C.? Child, it looked like it's 82 degrees outside. It looks sunny oh, out there and everything. I got my blinds down, though, because, I'm, you know, I like it dark and cold. Yeah, and then you got on your sweatshirt. I got Which on my sweatshirt. Prime Prime. Uh-huh. Prime. Uh-huh. That thing is nice and cozy. It is. It's real warm, comfortable. Uh-huh. 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 I see. Yeah. I see. The <laughs> game, Mrs. Supporter. Yep. The game come on tonight at 730 now. I, I got to mm-hmm. figure out if I'm going to be able to see it because they be having it blacked out and then they have it on ESPN and then they have mm-hmm. it on CBS or Fox, some shit. They go back and forth. So I don't know. I haven't done my research on that yet, but I will when we're done. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. that's what's up. I don't know if I'm gonna make it today, but uh, hey, man, it yeah, is, you, you know how sometimes you well, I'm 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 a little under the weather, but you know I I know like most people that we 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 are sports, you know, so driven. But if you you tired or most people drunk or whatever, <laughs> you'll watch the game, but you right. doze off and then wake back up and doze right. off and wake back and be like, oh shit. So it's gonna probably be one of them days for me. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, boogie. Yeah. It is what it is. But we're going to jump right into it, man. Um, All right. Got a clip? Yeah. Uh We got to start it off with Everybody automatically know what we're talking about. (laughs) Creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together, ooky, the Adams family. The house is a museum. When people come to see them, they really are 
Morris Graham, the Adams family. All right, so what we got this week, cousin? For the. Did it it? <laughs> I love What's that shit. What's the update well, for this you, clown shit? The clown show. Oh man, come on, man. You know she she not doing too well right now. Uh, Miss Jada Pickett, her book has failed. It flopped. Wow. It didn't make the top one hundred even on the Kindle E rated chart. She only sold twenty seven hundred copies. Damn. Okay. Listen, man. Let me tell you something. I don't know what she was thinking. But that's all in one week, okay? Damn. Even um um, she never did crack bonds and novels. You know what I'm saying? Damn. Now that's the crazy part. But her nobody memoir don't want to has... hear that shit though. That, that's, huh? Nobody don't want to hear that shit. We don't heard it all. First of all, she don't did so many media blitzes and talking about it and don't pissed everybody off. People feel like they tired of the shit. Probably. Right. I know I right. am. You know? And that's why that's why I didn't do well at all, man. Listen to this shit though. So her memoir has been outsold by a number of other celebrity titles like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, self help book, Be Useful, Seven Tools for Life, Britney Spears. How the hell your book don't pass <laughs> Britney crazy Britney ass Spears? Damn. Oh my God! And that was the woman in in me, oh. star. John Stamos' memoir has also outsold worthy to the rank at third number thirty six on Barnes and Noble Damn. weekly bestseller list. Her shit damn number eighty. Damn. 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 I heard she was number eighty one on Amazon. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And yep. Uh, but but somebody was taking up for her saying something about she on the New York Times bestseller. So she did sell enough to make the New York Times. I heard that. Oh, they did better but than the, that, though. But the bottom line is, she ain't killing it like what you, no. what we would have thought because of what it is and who she is and who she married to. Correct. People tired, man. That's all it's showing. It's a showing. It's a sign of people just being fucking tired. Okay, so yeah, I got a clip. I want to play. I got two clips actually. Um, we gonna listen at. Remember when I was talking about how all this ordeal with uh, Jade and all the shit that she think she's, you know, spewing about her relationship is kind of weakening men, uh, women and men and how they feel about relationships, right? So mm-hmm. um, I saw a clip from your boy Rick Ross, you know, mm. kind of like affirming just that point. Mm-hmm. One time we thought Will Smith and Jada was Shaq and Kobe, just on some, you know, red carpet, let's get this money type shit, but how Jada Pinkett Smith moving... It, it don't make you want to really be that close with a woman. It'll really make you three consider, not reconsider, three consider ever being married. Damn, baby, you talking about so much personal business. What was your, what's your credit score? What's your beacon score? <laughs> we don't believe you was worth 50 million. Now, show it to us, prove it to us. We don't believe this shit. Now show us, show us. Will, go home, Will. Go home, Will. They called me Will growing up. Will, you just, come on, Will. Make her go open you a, a moon pie. <laughs> See what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas talking shit. That's what I'm saying. They Niggas be waiting on any anything that, you know, any little thing to yeah. to say they ain't, they don't want to get married or this why they oh, don't yeah. mess, mess with this type chick or this why they don't do this type shit. So that's what I'm saying. I knew it was going to happen. And it's, it's more than just Rick Ross. I just played that because I thought it was funny. Cause right. you know he made me laugh too, but um, it, it's it's serious out here. It's like 
she going around the country spreading all this shit and she's not helping anyone. Mm-hmm. And, and, and on top of that, like you said, now her book don't flop. So look, nobody don't even want to hear that shit. They don't. You know what I'm saying? And it shows. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, ra- rather, rather she's hitting the list, New York Times, Amazon, Kindle, all that. Rather she hitting the list or not, she gonna do that anyway because they ship so many books. People Correct. gonna buy it. You got a lot of people that's gonna gonna buy it. But overwhelmingly, ain't nobody buying that shit. Nobody don't yeah, give this, a fuck. Just we, nosy motherfuckers want to yeah, buy it. Yeah, just nosy that's motherfuckers want to see and all that. Or, 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 or her fans, people that like yeah. her regardless. Or the yeah. like-minded females that, yeah. that feel like what she's doing is okay. And we'll talk about that when we get to that Cheesecake Factory segment of the show. But um, I got another clip that I'm about to play. Again, the psychologist. This dude is a Ph.D., he does mm-hmm. this for a living. He's a, you know, he's a psychologist. Right. Um, we're going to see what he got to say. I guess what I'm concerned about is the impact that she could potentially have on her audience. So, so look, Jada came out, is coming out with this book, Worthy, and I, I think that her goal has been to, to make this book you know, interesting and provocative. I think she wants to make the book, I, don't, I think she wants to show herself as someone with depth and sophistication you know, authentic and deep. And I think she wants to be helpful. And so as she goes on this press tour, she, I think, uses stories to to sort of share that that kind of narrative, right? So she talks about feeling suicidal and, and the depth of her despair and her solution, right? So she's showing depth and she's showing, she's trying to be helpful to her audience. And she wants to talk about the relationship with Will, and she goes, look, what you thought we had, we didn't. We've been divorced for seven years. Again, the, there's the depth of the relationship. There's this transparent discussion of her connection to him. And it's super interesting. And then she's talking about her origin story and how she grew into the woman she is and how she found herself and how she learned to feel like she is worthy. And, and so she's trying to help people sort of get, she wants to share the breadcrumbs along the way, right? That's the purpose of her tour. Well, all of those things, I think, have landed differently than she wanted, and in particular, the discussion of Will Smith. So Jada has come back around, and she's circling the drain again and going back on the Today Show to sort of write the story, write the narrative, and say, we had this split, but we've come back together. We had to go through the split. We had to separate in order to really find an authentic connection. And and she goes on to talk about the relationship, and you know, I, I do a lot of this kind of work and I can't track what the hell she's saying about the relationship. We- and see, that's the problem. You know, you got somebody who's trained that deal with people with these types of issues. Mm-hmm. And he can't even rap. He can't even figure it out. Which means it's all a bunch <laughs> of shit. And it has translated over to the uh, to the mainstream, to the public. That's yeah. why people not buying this shit because it's like, girl, what are you talking about? Like, what are you hey, saying? Well, the old people say it's a bunch of riff riffraff. Yeah, out <laughs> here running her mouth. So, oh my god, I get it, man. I, I get it. Um, it's unfortunate that you know, and you know, she went on did a second spin on today's show also. Oh my god, when she, she didn't get the uh, right when she didn't get. The um the backlash was heavy, of course. We talked about right. that last week. But when she um felt like her point or she didn't get her point, I really think her and Will got together and re-strategized. And that's why he came out with 
trying to save her. And then she oh, went yeah. back on the Today Show to try to clean it up with Hoda and make it seem like Hoda got it all wrong or the message got it all mixed yeah. up and confused. Yeah. But we're gonna it. listen, yeah, we're gonna listen to the second part of the clip and then we're gonna wrap this shit up with this with these um scary ass <laughs> clowns. Go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's just platitude on top of platitude on top of platitude. And, and I just have this concern that that Jada's audience hears that and then thinks that's what a real relationship looks like. You know, if you really know somebody, it's crazy and difficult and heroic in some ways. And, you know, there's despair in other ways. And it, what I would like to tell you is that's not at all how it should look. If you can't describe your relationship in a super linear way, there's a problem. If you have a, a strong connection with somebody, you should be able to clearly articulate what that relationship looks like, what the boundaries are, what you expect of each other. You should absolutely be able to articulate how you feel about each other. This idea that nuance is positive, I think is totally misguided. That's the first thing I wanna point out. The second thing I wanna point out is just the amount of flip-flopping she is doing. It, right. I thought it was really interesting in this latest <laughs> clip on the Today Show, that she goes back on and then she essentially blames Hoda right. because the narrative about her hasn't been spun the way she wants. There might not be a divorce in theory anymore? Yeah, no, we really have been working hard. Oh, see? Okay. Well, I didn't know that. that we but might Hoda get... was trying to take well, That wasn't what she was trying totally to say. That on the whole, that that's the whole thing. So, wait. And again, I'm hoping that her audience can hear that, can we hear do. her and know that she kind of can't be trusted because right. she's clearly got an agenda. Exactly. The third thing I wanted to talk about is her continued discussion of ayahuasca as the solution to her depression and, and maybe more importantly, her suicidal ideation. From a psychological standpoint, what I care about is less about the treatment. My issue is the way that she talks about it in reference to her suicidal ideation. For everybody I've ever worked with that has experienced that kind of depression, where they're thinking about killing themselves, it is a traumatic and horrific experience. Even when they move out of that level of pain and distress, they're constantly worried about going back there. And to protect- You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now this is a psychologist, y'all. This ain't us giving our opinion or feeling a certain way about her or her situation. This, right. is, a, this is a trained professional that's, that's peeping the bullshit, basically. Peeping that she's taking something so serious Right? Something so serious and making that shit, you know, like it's nothing or, you know, uh, this is this is how it's supposed to be. Or she making some dramatic uh, relevation about her situation and, 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 you know, opposed to what other people are going through. It's just a bunch of silly nonsense. That's all it is. My bad, y'all. I just realized I'm smacking like a motherfucker on these damn gummy-ass lightsabers. <laughs> hey, y'all, she eat no bitches like Eminem. Man, that but... shit good to the motherfucker, man. I was, like, getting carried away. I just realized I'm on the mic. The mic can pick up everything. So right, I apologize right. for that, y'all. But um, getting back to Jada, you know, it is what it is at this point. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I'm personally tired of talking about this shit. I mean... You know, yeah, nothing... It's exhausting. Yeah, it's, it's, it is exhausting. And like I said, this man is licensed and he can't even figure the shit out. So who the fuck are we? You know we ain't going to figure the shit out if he can't even figure it out. But let's just go to the next subject, y'all. We definitely going to, you know, keep up with everything and keep y'all informed. Um, but right now, ain't nothing going on. Her book sales don't flop. It is what it is. Um, 
we'll see what the next episode brings. But the next segment, what we got, cousin? Oh man, it's a it's a dog moment. Um, you know, as of yesterday afternoon, they announced uh, Mr. Robert uh, Card. Uh, oh, yeah, the the womb. yeah, he committed suicide after he's the he's the young man in Maine. Right. Uh, give you a little bit about his uh, background. He's 40 years of age, ex-military in the Army. Mm-hmm. He specialized in uh, the unit of petroleum. However, um, when he was it was he was in the reserves, but his tactic wasn't um, he wasn't in combat. That's what they were stating. But he was a sharp shooter. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. One of the best shooters in his unit. Hmm. Now, um, they kicked him out of the military because he was acting rational and saying that he was hearing voices. Hmm. Mental health. So they put him in. T- yes. So they admitted him in the hospital to get him some help. Um, however, um, that transparent to just being a civilian out here. He was working at a um, he got fired. He was working at a recycle uh, company mm-hmm. and it, it was allegedly that he was uh, fired from there. Mm-hmm. And that's where they they said within a certain amount of feet, that's where they found him. Why he went back there, I don't know. Well, I but, heard what what was the deal with him and his girlfriend? They said she broke up. Yeah, with him. they they had a long term relationship, and um, they broke up. And he was originally in the bar that he shot those eighteen people. Well, he shot up eighteen people. Now they range from ages fourteen to seventy six between the bar and the um, bowling, bowling alley. alley. Right now he originally thought that the young lady would be at the bar where they used to hang out at. Right. That was the reason why he the girlfriend. went there. Right. Right. Okay. And she wasn't there, but he, you know, did off, put off some shots there. And then also the bowling alley was a place that they dated and they would hang out at. So he, and he thought went she there. was there. All right. Right. So this right. nigga don't win and kill all these people looking for her ass. Correct. Mm. And, and then they found out through his social media that he followed like Trump. And oh, all wow. the Republicans <laughs> and all that stuff. Well, so, yeah. and he used to, you know, say little you know, infinite things about Bat Biden, and you know, he just man A needed some help. It was straight mental yeah. health. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. My thing that really bothered me was you killed these innocent people because you're just angry. You went out, and then my, and then not only that, you're a sharpshooter. So you. Every target that you aimed at, you intentionally meant to kill these people. Yeah. From children to elderly. Yeah, that was And then sad. you kill yourself. That Are you was serious? Sad. Especially the little, uh, uh, I guess the 14-year-old boy was there with his father. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. It was a little boy with his They had a picture. I saw all the pictures. You know, the first thing I looked at, y'all, and y'all know me, looking to see who, how many niggas was killed so I can start getting it. But I was like... You know, that's sad. I saw that. That's when I saw the little young boy. And then they played the clip with the young boy and his father was bowling together. And he killed them, you know. And I, I was like, yo, this, this is sad, man. But then it goes to show, once again, the media, right? They kept mm-hmm. mentioning mental health, mental health, mental health. I'm really tired. Now, it's obvious that it's mental health. The motherfucker crazy. Mm-hmm. We, I mean, that's obvious. But um, how many, what are they going to do about these lunatic motherfuckers? You already know this motherfucker crazy. Now, like you said, you mentioned he was in a, a, a mental hospital. They put mm-hmm. him up. Mm-hmm. Why, why was, and then, but he a sharpshooter? 
Like, okay, so you right. know this motherfucker crazy, but he has access to guns? Guns? Right. Like, why? those should have been confiscated. Mm-hmm. Like, he should have been, um, you know, if you're, if you're an owner, you can't own firearms. You don't been to this mental hospital. I'm mm-hmm. sure they don't notate it in his file that he crazy as fuck. Correct. Right? So, the first thing they need to do, and they know his background, military, they need to confiscate. Like, this is some shit. This is what they need to be taken care of in this Congress. This is what they ignore. Yeah. Because it's going to keep happening. This, like, like I said, we we just sitting and waiting on, for the next shit to pop off. Mm-hmm, like this shit came out of nowhere. We was already tired as fuck looking at this Israel uh, and Hamas bullshit on CNN. Then all, then all of a sudden you got breaking news about this motherfucker, this random and fucking Maine out of the blue. Right. And then, kill and all the, these people. The crazy part in Maine that <clears throat> by being such a small community that holds up to 30, they said 37,000 people. They didn't have the technology or anything to help find this guy. They right. had to get people from all all the, the, the police officers from around the world to come and help them out because they're not even updated. That's fucked up. On, that's, that's crazy fucked as hell. Up. That's you why he was able dummy. to get away for more than, what, two or three days? Yeah. Because they didn't have... Because I was about to get alarmed because I'm like, it was taking them too long to catch this motherfucker. Right. And it was like when it got to the 20-hour period... I'm like, hell, he could be anywhere in 20 Bruh, fucking hours. They didn't even have a helicopter. Because Maine is so safe. Fuck yeah. that. <laughs> Lunatics are everywhere. Think. And that's right. that ignorant. That's some ignorant shit to say that Maine or any, any place on this planet is safe. Because right. anywhere where you got lunatics, lunatics, it don't matter. It ain't no Doesn't boundaries. Matter. It ain't no set area like they always want to say. Black people and 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 in the infested areas with 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 the uh, minorities, no motherfuckers. Lunatic shit happens everywhere. Violence happens everywhere. That's that ignorant uh, a dialogue that they like to push on. The media like to push, and 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 publications like to push on black people. Like we the only ones shooting and killing. How about more people died in Maine last night from gunfire than they did in Chicago? Stop yep. it. Right. That's what I'm saying. But we ain't heard that. Ain't nobody pushing that in the media. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Ain't nobody taking up. Ain't nobody quote unquote taking up for us. That's why I said I'm going to give a fuck about what's happening over in Israel and all that bullshit. Matter of fact, I saw a clip of them motherfuckers over there screaming and hollering, talking about this. I guess it was some black dude or a black woman. Somebody was married to, um, um, Whatever race they are over there, I, shit, you don't get me, I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to that type of shit. But whatever it was, they was married to a black person. And they was over there calling that person a nigga, a nigga, a nigga. Oh, I'm like, wow. y'all motherfuckers over there with no electricity, no food, uh, uh, shit <laughs> And you still up, being mean. And you still being nasty. <laughs> but yet, y'all want me to stop what I'm doing over here in America to fucking give a fuck. No, don't play with me, hoe. No, I'm not. Fuck them. That's insane. Fuck that shit, man. Fuck that shit. It's ignorant people everywhere in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everywhere in the world. They, they what, don't discriminate. You know, yeah. Period. Yeah, ignorance don't discriminate. It's ignorant-ass people everywhere in America, anywhere in the world, anywhere on this planet. You got When you got a, a, a somebody that's a loose cannon, they loose cannons. You know what I'm saying? Mm, Not mm, just mm, fucking mm. Chicago and New York and 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 Florida and and California and Mexico and Haiti and all. Fuck that. They everywhere. 
get tired of that fucking bullshit ass fucking uh 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 bullshit they be pushing in the media. I hate that shit. Man, but anyway, he gone. He dead and gone. Bye, Robert Card. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, that's like some I said, wicked shit you did. Yeah, bro. that's some weak shit. That's what I'm saying. And they always kill themselves. Yeah. They always the fucking kill it. Fucking bitch ass, coward ass motherfucker. Look, you want to be wicked, but then you're a coward. He a bitch anyway. Mad because his girlfriend left him. That bitch probably raggedy as shit, too. You old beanie, bitty Right, she raggedy, he raggedy, lost his job. Oh, woe is me, ass nigga. And hey, then he came from a family that owned lots of land there. Lots of land, many homes. Damn. His fu- yeah, yeah. That's His what I'm saying. Crazy, well crazy. There is no particular face Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. crazy belongs on. You know Mm-mm. what I'm saying? And, and his family say he was he was such a good guy. Yeah, that he nigga would do was crazy. that. Yeah, that, he wouldn't they, do that. And he that's the problem too. That motherfucker hey, too. that's a problem too. Family, yeah. knowing uh-huh. you got a crazy motherfucker and don't do shit about it. He lucky because they like, normalize that shit. Yeah, just like yeah. The, the other story. We ain't touched on this story uh, yet uh, because I was like, this is some bullshit. Your boy Sergio Brown, that football player, yeah, that, that killed his mama. See, yeah. his mama probably knew this nigga was crazy and had that yeah. problem with that CTE, and she ain't do shit about it, and he end up killing her ass. I'm telling you. It and, be and the play, family. Playing victim right like, oh, I ain't did nothing. What y'all right. talking about? It was the FBI. Right. Yeah. Stupid motherfucker. He like, all the way and over Mexico there. Uh, bullshitting. And, and, the island dancing and, and, and soldier boy and shit. What the fuck wrong with That's you, man? Superman and holes what? and shit. <laughs> Hey, what are you doing a soldier boy? Yeah, he's a clown, but that's what I'm saying. Just like this dude, Robert Card, obviously his family knew he was fucking crazy and they didn't do nothing about it. You well, know? Those are the react those are actions you get behind this shit. Y'all, y'all know y'all crazy ass family members. If they fucking crazy and they got access to guns, y'all are responsible. Get that's why run. I said families, parents, yeah. people yeah. are responsible. They're, they're more responsible than the perpetrators. Like your boy that killed them people in Jacksonville at the Dollar yeah. yeah. His parents he knew he was up. fucking crazy. Exactly. They didn't do shit about it. Now you don't Mm-mm. kill somebody. They should have been arrested. The family members need to be held accountable. Hey, and we heard shit else about them folks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At that all. bitch don't got their money. What's her name? Clown hole? What, what's her name? Oh, Lord. You talking about your girl, Pitt? I mean, Pitt, uh, uh, Pittman. Yeah. Yeah, she don't got that money. We ain't heard shit else. Yeah. From the people. What are the improvements? <laughs> what they doing different yeah, now? Yeah, whatever, Nothing. Man. Huh? Nobody cares for nothing but themselves. No natural affection at all out here, man. Man. All right. What's next, man? Hey, man. Okay, so they finally got a speaker. <laughs> they fi- Look, they finally got... Climbed and crawled out of crevices and brought out Mr. Mike Johnson. At the blue. At Who the is this motherfucker? Blue. Listen, and this motherfucker want to mix religion with go- with the government. Lord he want to be holy than die and say and he them the ones you need to watch. That's what they. That's what the comments were saying. Mm-hmm. This man say he's the rule of the law. Yeah, but this the same motherfucker that criminalized gays and sex sex marriages, but a turn around and say. But I love my people. I love everybody. Okay. I don't judge. I live by the Bible. I don't. How you do that? And you don't judge, motherfucker. How? Mike. And then not only that. Hold on, now this mm. really tripped me out. Mm. 
he's against the abortion. So he's basically saying that even if you are raped or it, you have been a victim of incest, you still can't have an abortion. You got mm. to have that baby. Yeah, that's some fuck shit. And, See, and he, man, get the fuck man out of here. Crazy. Yeah. See, I, I call this part of the segment, who is Mike Johnson? Because that's the first fucking thing I said when I said, who the fuck is this? Like, at the mm -hmm. blue, like, of course, not, not a lot of people knew who Kevin McCarthy was. Uh, mm -hmm. Scalise, nobody really knew who Scalise or Jim Jordan is, but we've heard their names throughout uh, different debates and different mm. things, you know, that they're uh, arguing in Congress. But Mike Johnson, I've never heard of this motherfucker. And see, this is the thing. Mm -mm. The only reason why I'm not tripping is because, of course, they appointed him mm -hmm. because they needed a speaker. So he yes. got, he, they, they fill in the position. Okay. Okay. But this is what I was telling y'all last week. As voters down in Louisiana, y'all, this is all my Louisiana and that's where folk, he's from. Right? This is mm -hmm. where he's from. He's going to run. He might run again. This is where you, this is where your vote counts. Mm -hmm. See, just like he just read off his stances. Because, see, they put him in office re we, regardless of what he stood for. The American people, those of us who didn't know who Mike Johnson is, we don't know nothing from nothing. Mm -mm. Right? Mm -mm. What I told y'all last all. week. We need to research these motherfuckers and find out who the fuck they are, what they stand for, what they back as far as these policies, right? And vote accordingly. Because, see, he ain't got hmm. no business being in this motherfucker. But, no, not at all. But he's there because he's they appointed it. He's Mr. Yeah, Make he's America MAGA. Great Again. He's MAGA. Yeah, he's yep. MAGA. And let me tell you what he's trying to play us on. Hmm. You know he raised... And this is what I read. He raised a black kid. He has one. Yes, he does. Right. So yes. you see, he's trying to model himself out mm -hmm. of the, that blind side movie where the little a white couple took in the black kid yeah, and all that shit. Yeah, because he said the little boy came from a, a really bad home, uh, background. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Right. So he's riding on that, y'all. He's trying to play on sympathies because we don't know who this motherfucker is. You have to really research to find out all the shit oh, he yeah. just pointed out about his abortion stands, about all this shit, so you'll know and you can vote accordingly when it's time to vote. Because hmm. just because he's in there now don't mean he going to stay in there. He can come hey, out he, just like the rest of these motherfuckers. Hey, they call him the walking, talking, self-righteous laundry list of inconsistency. Oh, yeah, because that's what it is. A wolf. That's what it is. A wolf in sheep's clothing. He got mm -hmm. up there on that pedestal. Nice little clean-cut white guy talking yep. about the Lord and church and the religion and all that, that shit. shit. Ain't got nothing with to do with his little this glasses bitch. on and shit. A snake. Right. You see that, right? A yeah. snake. A sheep. He's a snake. He is, and that's what they were saying. He's mm -hmm. a fucking snake. You better mm -hmm. watch him. A wolf in sheep's clothing. Him. And he and he's definitely and, and Trump is supporting him to the fullest. They say, Well, damn, is this is this how Trump gonna run his government in prison? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, so they're he, gonna be he calling put, that nigga when, right. when Trump in their cell, they're gonna be mm -hmm. calling his ass for advice and right. all that type shit. Now rather he answer because he's gonna be mad as fuck in that motherfucker. He might say, fuck all y'all. <laughs> y'all y'all ain't keep me from coming in this motherfucker. But okay. you know, it's just funny how that shit work. And um, in my research, when I found out about the little black kid and all that shit, mm -hmm. 
this motherfucker is against reparations. Now, you know that's where I, I draw know, the line. I know, that's what I was going to say. You How you know. got a black kid, but you against this shit? It had the nerve to tell me the black kid agree. That motherfucker was raised by you. He don't know no better. He I'm a, trying to he tell you. He, he ain't going only teach him so much about his culture. He You're ba- not going to lie that boy to learn no, by his culture exactly. in your white He's another household. Tim Scott. He's another Tim Scott. Shit, He's another Jason to- Whitlock. He's a What's motherfucking nigga. With the mother, the Oreo. What kind of Oreo? A nigga with the with the white center inside your soul. You're white. You think you're white. This they raised the Oreo cookie and wonder why the Oreo cookie saying uh, 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 about the reparations. Number one, he's probably still a young adult. They don't know shit anyway. They got right. to be taught the right thing. And if he living mm-hmm. in your house, he ain't been taught shit. Hell no. Hell no. But see, that's how they play, y'all. They play these games. To try yep. to win over people that are that are that is not fully equipped with the knowledge needed to do something. That's right. why I say the least y'all can do is use them smartphones to Google shit. Google Mike Johnson. Yep. Google Check Mike Ro- uh, Mike Johnson what reparations. Mike Johnson abortion stands. Mm-hmm. Mike Johnson raising a black kid. Mike Johnson MAGA. All you gotta do is put in these keywords and all the shit you wanna know is gonna pop up. It's gonna pop up. And he also advocates that women obtaining any type of abortion should be sentenced to hard labor in prison. How the fuck? Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. Slavery again. And and I just wanna um, just interject this this one point. Everybody, y'all need to understand make America great again. The MAGA is a cult. It's definitely yep. a cult. It's a cult. It's definitely a cult. You understand that? A well-organized, well-organized cult. cult. Yep. Which is what we're trying to we're trying to organize black people as a, as a whole and can't do it. That's how sloppy we are. But they can come up with a whole maga and 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 and, and, and succeed and succeeding, and they don't even outnumber us. You see what I'm saying? This is what I'm trying to get black people all over the motherfucking world. And I, and Key, I looked at our stats. They listening to us all over the world. France, Africa, uh, uh, um, all different, different um, countries, Switzerland. The black people who are listening, because I know probably a lot of white people listening too because they want to hear what we're saying. But black people all over the world, understand the point that we're making don't just... Um, go for black people here in America. I'm only talking about, and I emphasize America because I live here, because I know what's going on here in America. I don't know what's going on in Switzerland with black people. I just found out what was going on with, in Israel with the black people because I researched it. But mm-hmm. the point I'm making is our plight is planet-wide. No matter where the fuck you from, if you black, you got issues. Don't sit up and think just because you the only black or you a few blacks in a country full of whites that you don't have the same issues. They look at you the same way. They still look at you. They don't think you are, are their equal. At the end of the day, you're not their equal. They don't, they'll never see you as their equal. So our problem is your problem. Your problem is our problem. That's why I say these MAGA can form a cult right underneath our noses and are highly organized and they stick together. And black people all over the world, we can't do a goddamn thing. But fend for self. Fend for self. That's all we do. 
fend for self, and it's fucking ridiculous, and I'm tired of it. And when are y'all going to get tired? That's the question. That's the whole key right When y'all going to get tired? Yeah. But um, <laughs> next subject, because we're going we gonna, yeah. we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to land back on it again. Oh, um, yeah, I'm sure. So sure. Right. And then, you know, speaking of, you know, this government bullshit going on, you got a fourth person. Mr. Uh, what's, Miss, Miss, uh, what's Miss her name? Jenna Gina Ellis. Ellis. Jenna Ellis. Jenna's at she, hey. Former <laughs> Trump attorney. Hey, man. It's going to be more than that. Folded like a lawn chair this week. Folded crying. Like crying. <laughs> I regret ever representing him. <laughs> I regret it. I bet you do, bitch. Because now I'm you're. Telling you. Yeah, now you fucking pleading guilty. Yeah. She don't took a plea and, deal. Yep. And, and, like and they got said, his daughter too, because she got to testify oh, as well. Her, her and the boys. Uh-huh. All of them uh, um, going to be uh, testifying this week. I can't wait to see that well, shit. Well, this shit juicy. This, he got your power, right? That's what I'm power. talking about. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. This shit is like a good ass soap opera. <laughs> but like you said, Fannie Willis is in talks with at least six more of them motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Now this shit, this shit, y'all. It's going to be 10 of them in a minute. It's going to be, we're going to be up to 10 motherfuckers pleading yep. guilty. Trump ain't going to... Ha- he's through. They say he stormed out of the courtroom the other day. Yeah, he, was he was so mad. mad. He was mad than a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they blew his top. That nigga, his hell was sticking on like a motherfucker. Shit boy. crumbling. Hey. His shit crumbling. He ain't nothing he can do about it. He feel helpless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, what goes on the dog got to come out of It's going to come out, Trump. It's over, bro. Yeah, it's, it's over. over. Now, trust me, I'm going to miss the foolery. I'm going to miss the foolery when they lock his ass up. But, I mean, hey, he too dangerous to be out here with us. Hey, but you know them inmates be having phones. He'll still be tweeting. Yeah, (laughs) but you know what's funny part about it is when he go in there, you know they're going to have him in the, what they call it. Oh, yeah, he's going to be a luxury. They're going to have him in the um, country club. You oh, know, yeah. they got nice. He's still gonna get to go play golf. Right. They're gonna have him set up right now. They they oh, got yeah. facilities for the rich uh uh convicts. They don't they don't oh, go yeah. in the post shit. Yeah, Martha was set up nice. Yeah, Martha Stewart yeah, was set Martha up nice. Set up real that nice, bitch yeah. was planting plants and food and doing all her <laughs> hey. shit. She do on her fucking farm. She was I'm doing that shit in prison. Hey, yeah. in the studio. She had a studio at that motherfucker where her she was shit still was set up hey, nice. Still doing cooking shows and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they Dang. don't have, so it's like, yeah, they locked away from the rest of the world, but they still yeah. enjoying TV, uh, doing their little... Uh, Luxury food, yeah, they still they get good gourmet food. meals. Yeah, they get special, yeah, so yeah. Nobody, nobody don't feel sorry for these motherfuckers. I'm just mad that, you know, it, you know, it, it takes us to notice from just uh, uh, reading and seeing none of us get to experience, I don't want to never experience none of it, to be honest, but I'm just saying... <laughs> Regular people go in jail, they just be hard timing it. I'm and then you got take, people like hey, Trump and Martha Stewart going in my full of potato chips and shit. And right, bullshit and ass noodles. shit. Right. Bullshit hey, but shit. Let me ask you this. Through all, through all of this, where's the wife? Is she out fucking or something? Where's she she with her man Trudeau in Canada. You know, she got her boo. Yeah. She ain't starting this shit. That girl living her life. You, I told when y'all. When that shit was on with, she got the fuck on. I told y'all. Let me tell y'all. What's her name? Uh, uh, What's the wife name? Melania? Melania. 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 Melania is with Trudeau hid up in a shack somewhere in Canada getting it in. Okay? She ain't starting this shit. Fuck Trump. Hey. She ain't starting that nigga. She said she didn't sign up for the bullshit and she I'm telling out. you. 
She said, hey, you look, got married? That, that, that photo they showed when she was giving him the ass, she said, you want this for JJ? <laughs> 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 That's what I'm telling y'all, man. It's like we be running around here talking about these women, you know, that we know that their their husbands are cheaters, like how we talked about Camille Cosby. Camille yeah. had her somebody. Trust me, that lady ain't sitting with her legs closed lady. while Bill was out there being a hoe. They're doing their thing. They be doing their thing. They just got they they keep their money tight. They keep their bank account right. They keep their kids straight. They keep their family straight. These women, this shit is a business to some women. See, a lot of us, all in love and, and this and that and want to be all up under the man and all that. And, honey, these women that's doing this shit for fucking uh, uh, um, sport, like career, not sport, that's a bad word, for a lifestyle, they don't give a fuck about that love shit. They want the money. And what comes with it, the security. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And they husband can go and like you say, arm candy. You know, like they like like Wills and Jada talking about Jada talking about she just accompanied him to the award show to be his arm candy. That's what they mm. do. They know their husbands ain't shit. But when it's time they put that dress on and, and dress up and wear that ball gown or whatever the fuck and go to these shows, that's what they do. That's what they do. Mm-hmm. Arm candy. That's it. And they smart. That's smart. To be strong like that and be like, you know, do what you want to do. I'll be there for you this. And boom, long as my bank account tight, long as my mom and them straight, long as my niece and nephews don't went through college, long as my kids straight, got everything they need, trust funds set up, people straight for the rest of their lives. Who wouldn't? It's a business deal. Absolutely. All day long. It's a business, man. <laughs> That's what Jada need to accept and stop putting that man out there like that. Exactly. Right, right, right. Exactly. Because Trump wife didn't do none of that shit. She could have. And neither did Camille. And we using these two examples. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they exactly. not. That's who she need to be talking to instead of running around trying to convince young, weak, impressionable women that what she's doing is right and woe is me, my life was fucked up. You know how many people's lives are more fucked up than Jada shit was? Do you see them on there? Uh, splattering their business all over the place. No, motherfuckers is trying to make it and try to uh, do what they got to do to survive. Not running around here trying to get sympathy. Who the fuck got sympathy for somebody as rich as fucking Jada and Will? You old fish-eyed fool. Them bitches, your motherfuckers are rich. These people out yeah. here that's struggling with the same problem she got is mm. poor. They more than rich. They wealthy as fuck. That's what I call that shit. And these poor people out here falling yeah. for the okey-doke shit. Y'all yeah. can't do what Jada doing. Nobody don't feel sorry for her. Woe is me. My life was so fucked up and, and this and that. And I'm and he go, Will, she's so strong. That's my best friend. You know how many <laughs> strong motherfuckers out here with oh, less? Oh, are you, are, God. Jada is not missing meals. meals nope. And she can choose what she want to eat and what she want to do every day. And look how pretty her hair is. Talking about she got alopecia. alopecia. And fuck y'all. Bitch, bad. Bitch, bad. Fuck. Her problems and y'all got everyday problems. You got That's motherfuckers out here worried about <laughs> how I'ma pay rent next week, right. how I'ma pay my car note. I ain't gonna be able to get nobody to watch my kids. All these bullshit, these real problems, problems, real problems. Jay didn't got to worry about. And, and these the motherfuckers that's going to be reading her book. Right, buying her book. Motherfuckers ain't got no groceries in the refrigerator. Motherfucking bills behind. Motherfucking credit fucked up. But they running around worrying about uh, a buying a, a Will and Jada book. 
two rich motherfuckers mm, 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 with mm. rich people problems. You big dummy. Like, that's what they are. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Are y'all kidding me? Y'all sound, y'all, sometimes you got to sit back. Take yourself out of it and just sit back and, and look at a situation for what it is. This is a rich bitch running around with a bald head talking about, woe is me. With all the money in the bank while your shit fucked up. Now, you know good and well, everyday people ain't got no business falling for the okie doke. Y'all niggas need to be smarter than that. You got to be smart. You can't be no fucking sucker. Y'all are suckers. Anybody that don't fail for Will and, and, and Jada shit, uh, emphasis on Jada, if y'all don't fail for that shit, y'all are suckers. Get the fuck out of here. And whatever y'all get in life, you deserve. Because mm -hmm. you're silly. This ain't rocket science. We ain't sitting up here preaching something that's just so overwhelmingly deep. This shit is simple shit. Everyday yeah, people sure ain't got no business falling for that okey-doke bullshit that Jada's spewing while she drive off in her motherfucking hundred, two, three, four hundred thousand dollar cars, motherfucking multi-million dollar mansions, head full of nice hair because the shit, uh, 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 Moisturize and condition down. Tell me, she got alopecia. I'ma keep and hitting Jada, on that. And Jada got good ass hair she too, got right? Nice she got that hair. nice, pretty curly locks, and and her motherfucking ass ain't got no alopecia, and she can cut it. And <laughs> people with hair like that cut their hair, right? And grow it. That's true. Yeah, look how her shit growing out all evenly and neat. Did y'all see that shit? Motherfucker, you tell like you ask anybody, <laughs> yeah, go to y'all beauticians. I know people with alopecia. They don't have no right. hair at the top and all that, man. Right, and, and they grow back fuck. that pretty and all that bullshit. She had the nerve because somebody questioned her about that shit. And she said, yeah, but sometimes it's different. She's trying to say it's different levels to alopecia, y'all. Now, I'm not saying it ain't, but I'm saying, bitch, you ain't got it. I guarantee you that. Matter of fact, when I get off this podcast, I'm going to call one of my good friends that does hair. She does hair loss. I'm going to have a conversation about her with that, and I'm going to get back to y'all next week because I do want to speak on this intelligently because this bitch don't, y'all don't fail for the okey-doke with that shit too. That bitch yeah, hair. Yeah, I can ask my mom, but I've, I've yeah, never heard her say nothing like, like that. Uh, her hair is perfect. I'm talking about lined up yes. and all with a tape up. Right. You don't see no signs. Where she would have, I've seen people with alopecia. That shit look crazy. Me too. Me too. Their hair, their hair looks very crazy, even when they cut it low. Yeah. And you still see yeah. blotches and shit blotches, like that. Blotches, that's what I was going to say. And yeah. she light skin too. You will see that shit. Her Dang. shit is perfectly toned and neat. Come on, man. With that bullshit. Sympathy. Woe is me. I should I should have named this podcast <laughs> Woe is Me. Because <laughs> okay. you got a lot of motherfucking Woe is Me this week, y'all. What we got for number, um, oh, yeah, here we go, here we go. Oh, you oh, like that, Oh, this is the best part of the motherfucking podcast, y'all. Damn, but we don't have a clip for this bitch. Yes, we do. So hold up. Before we get deep into it, let's do this. Yes, sir. All right, before we, before we play the first clip, which okay. is so cute, y'all, this is real cute. We're talking about the Cheesecake Factory, girl, y'all. Y'all remember that? Everybody's talking about it. Um, they even got a list out I'm now talking man. about the different places where you don't um, take a woman on a first date. So uh, this is our relationship part of the podcast this week. But we're going to we got something um, cute that I want to play. Listen to the words, y'all. Don't underestimate what the cheesecake 
factory has in store for you. Take a look down at your shoes. Recognize you only buy clothes from Timu. As you try telling lies on the internet when you say I ain't going in on a date. I guarantee if it's free, you'll be on your way. At the Cheesecake Factory He may buy you a daiquiri You never know It may grow to matrimony <laughs> But your mind is blind Cause you see another view You don't see what's in front of you You deny a good guy All because of That was cute, man. I thought that I was so it. cute when I saw that. I said, oh, shit. This is so perfect for this shit. Yes. But y'all heard what he said. You know, you can block a nice guy for you. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Doing all this Absolutely. dumb shit. Y'all niggas out here complaining about can't find a good man. But when you find somebody decent that want to talk to you, you man. put out a dumbass list like this. Now, I'm going to tell y'all. I talked to several people this week because this was fascinating, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Matter of fact, before we get deep, but after I say what I'm going to say, we're going to play a clip where your girl stood 10 toes down mm-hmm. and how she felt about being courted and why she didn't get out the car and, and all this bougie yeah. little fucked up attitude she got. But right. it's, it's just, and I got a whole bunch of different views even mm-hmm. for my daughter, you know, she gave me something to think about. Okay, I, I ha- I'm on the fence with my daughter, right? But see, she can say that because, like I tell y'all, every podcast or almost every podcast, it's levels to everything. Everything. It's levels right. to everything, y'all. Now, and I'm going to get my personal view, but we're going to start, and then I'm going to let Key roll after she finish, and then I'm going to wrap mm-hmm. it up. All right. All right. I mean, I was always raised that the man is supposed to cater to you. I mean, you're courting me, so court me. Mm-hmm. That means wherever I want to go, you take me. Absolutely. Whatever I want, you buy me. That's courting. You know, I'm looking for a provider. In the so. video, now, of course, I'm sure you think of it differently now, but in the video, you you basically told him that, you know, you're not going in there. You know your value. It would be embarrassing for you to go inside a Cheesecake Factory. Oh. A lot of people like Cheesecake Factory. Oh. Now, so when I see that video, I'm thinking, okay, she must have some friends who probably would disagree with her going inside a Cheesecake Factory. Uh, your, yeah. your peer group. Uh, yeah, so peer never, pressure probably keeps you from... I would never from, live that... Oh, my God. If I, yeah, I would have never lived that down. Wow. Just, I mean... They ate the Cheesecake Factory. They wouldn't let you live that down. No, I have an image to protect. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. does not do that. that. I mean, that was, you know, that, that was my circle, though. That's how I, I mean, expect men that's what- to go all out on a date, huh? Mm-hmm. To, and and he, you said, absolutely. If he likes her, he should present that, right? Yes. He should lead, yes. lead and be masculine. He should be willing to pay for the meal, show up on time, open doors for her, the whole nine. But when he asks you, what does a woman expect you to do? You said, look good, yeah. be there. And that's where the 
Right. Disconnect with you. Absolutely. Go ahead, Key. First of all, I don't know where this delusional sweet potato head ass bitch get <laughs> off on. Um, oh no, certainly that would ruin my image. Bitch, first of all, when we saw the clip with you in this car, you had on this cheap ass dress with them ragged ass Marsha shades. <laughs> And you got enough the audacity to tell a bitch that you gonna get out the car to go to the cheesecake factory. Bitch, you better be glad. I boy, I would have put your ass out my car. That's number one. Cause I don't know who the fuck you think you are. What image you got? Looking at your cheap ass clothing, even in your interview, you can't have a, a, a crowd of, of anything that has a high end or nothing. With that Cinetrian ass jeans jacket or shirt you had on and the ragged ass braids. There's no way in hell. First of all, be appreciated that he wanted to take you out somewhere. That man took the time out to come and pick you up and take you somewhere to eat. I don't give a damn. Evidently, wherever y'all was supposed to go, you didn't make it. So he chose the Cheesecake Factory. Cheesecake Factory is not so bad. I don't eat there. I've been there and ordered cheesecake. However, it's a decent place to eat. There's no telling whatever else a variety of things that y'all had around that was not open. And he chose to take you there. But you're being ungrateful. Very ungrateful. And now y'all see why certain men act the way they act. Mm -hmm. Or we got these women that think that they're so privileged that they got to have this and have that. You don't even have shit to offer to this man. Right. You couldn't even ask the goddamn good. question. That's the thing. Right. <laughs> Bitch, why you ain't cook? Why you ain't think of a meal to sit down and y'all get together and y'all cook? He was trying to bond with you. At the end of the day, it wasn't about the restaurant. It was about bonding and spending time. Mm -hmm. He didn't take you to White Castle. He didn't take your motherfucking ass to uh, a shit, a cheap ass or uh, fake frozen meal restaurant. He tried to take you somewhere at least halfway decent by the way you present yourself because you look like a cheesecake factory. You look like you'll eat that shit. Mm -hmm. So what nerve? Who the hell you think you are? Really, like, seriously, this shit is getting out of hand. Mm -hmm. People are not appreciative anymore. What value do you hold? That's what I want to know. And be sitting around wondering why y'all ain't got no man. Right. That's that shit was fucked up. You, this shit is crazy. And the woman was late. Right. She would have got the dinner that she wanted. If yep, she but wasn't, the but right. she trying to, you he's know, pull off not some shit. Taking responsibility. That's, right. That's impossible. So mm. he had to make rearrangements. So let's go to Cheesecake Factory. Let's eat some French fries, eat some cheesecake, and get drinks. Tender is a baked salmon or something. Let me tell y'all something. First of all, Cheesecake Factory is good. Let me tell you something. I don't eat at the best restaurants in this in the world. Okay, and all and that time. Decent, huh? And let me tell you, I don't been to some nice high end restaurants. Food wasn't even all of that. Correct. Correct. So it's like, what the fuck is you talking about? If you want, now I know. I'm going to start off, my, my first statement, what I should have said starting off, because I be wanting what? to call this bitch names, people's looks are subjective. So I'm not going to go ham on how the girl look, but I will say your attitude is ugly, which that makes you ugly. ugly. And you got this entitlement that makes you look fucking ugly. It makes me yep. want to just slap the shit out your ass. That's yeah, that number one. Up. Number two, like I was saying, I don't eat at some of the best restaurants in the world, period, point blank. And sometimes the food is off the chain, and sometimes the food is like, on the yuck. Shelf. 
this some nasty yep. shit that I don't yep. waste it five, six, seven hundred dollars on, dollars on for yep. everybody to eat. And motherfuckers is like, mm, I could have went to Popeyes. Oh, man. You see what I'm saying? Now, my right. point, uh, once again, Cheesecake Factory. Now, I'm going to tell y'all, when my kids were little, when my kids were little, that's how long we've been eating at the Cheesecake Factory, right? As a family, we used to go. Mm-hmm. When my kids mm-hmm. was little, they used to have the best motherfucking buffalo wings on the planet. Mm. Okay? Mm. What else they had that was real good back in the day, Gene? I, I mean, they, 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 they had, yeah, the salmon was good. That little mm-hmm. fire crack, cracker salmon you yep. used to get. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, 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 and to be honest, I done had the best steaks in the world. But back then they had a little a little ribeye that was mean that you know this was off some yeah let's go get something yeah, to eat yeah the family go yeah. out to eat something yeah. like that Let this wasn't no this wasn't no celebration meal but we, right, yeah right. we going to get something to it's eat it's a nice place to go yeah and my thing is um uh cheesecake factory they be back there cooking that food fresh yeah, they do like you think like about I it said, when you look at that shit that's an open kitchen food. that's right. an open kitchen at cheesecake factory you right. can go and stand up there by the bypass where the food runners be and mm-hmm. see them preparing your meal correct so it's not like on the same level as a chilies or or applebees or fridays where where the food is prepackaged and warmed up warmed up you yeah. see what i'm saying so don't sit up and and turn your nose down to the cheesecake factory now granted we don't go to the cheesecake factory because like i said when we went a lot of motherfuckers ain't really know about they they it was like a specialty yeah, or back a novelty in the day when it first came out, right, right to go yeah, to cheesecake that's factory. I went now before, everybody and their mama go there. Too crowded. Now yeah, it's, it's different. Crowded. It's different if she would have said, "I don't want to go to cheesecake because it's always packed or the line is long." Yeah, that line be too right. long. That's different. But for you to act like that food is subpar, bitch, you crazy. Now, again, it ain't like it used to be. You ain't just going to eat. You going, going to know this man. That's how the my fuck, second, how the, that's right. my third How the fuck point. you going to go know somebody if you worried about where you going to eat? That's my third you, point. If, if, if you giving them a chance... If you giving them a, if you giving him a chance, it don't matter where the fuck you go, long as you safe. And, and you bonded, and you sitting there having a conversation and getting to know this person. And I'm gonna tell you something too that I seen on the clip. You got so many people out here that have plenty of money, but yeah. they chose places like look at Sierra. She all she wanted for her yep, birthday was Waffle I was gonna bring house. that point up too. Waffle that house. bitch talking all that noise, and Russell Wilson don't bought out a Waffle Got House and took his down. wife for her right. birthday. He took Sierra to Waffle House and she for loved her it. birthday. She was overwhelmed. Because the food is good. That's and that's good what it, it is what it is. The good ass breakfast food so, in that motherfucker. Them waffles and them. Th- well, you kidding me? But this whole time she got an image. Yeah. Image from, what you talking about? I'm looking at your image, bitch. You look cheap as fuck. Yeah, you look she, like you are garbage. not a high end bitch. How about that? She look like garbage. And whoever associate with your ass, your friends that you say your group, Fuck y'all hoes. All y'all and, and, and you know what another thing is, y'all? And this is what I'm saying, women. This is to the ladies out there. The young girls says, talking about they want to get married one day and get a husband and all of that. Her attitude, talking about the chick, what if that's the only thing that guy could afford? Ain't nobody finna take you out on no first date and they can't afford it. Now, that leads me to what I was, was getting ready to talk about. It's levels to everything in life. It is levels to this shit, y'all. Now, 
if we go by age groups, there's a whole bunch of different age ranges is talking about this subject, right? Now, you take a young kid like my, my little niece. She is, um, she, she's young. She's 18. So she dated a guy 18, 19, 20 years old. This nigga ain't working no corporate job and able to take her to Ruth Chris Morton's or Maestro's, you know, um, he just, it's just not going to happen. So should she not, is she like this guy? This guy can happen to be a nice guy. He probably come from a nice family. Hell, he might come from a, 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 a well-to-do family. But should she tell him because he want to take her to Olive Garden or Red Lobster or maybe, um, um, what I said, Olive Garden, Red Lobster, uh, uh, Outback or something like that. She shouldn't go out with this guy at 18, 19 years old. That's all they have is 20 to 50 to 60 bucks to go on a little date. If they just young and they talking, that's one aspect. Now, the third, the second aspect would be somebody a little older, like in my daughter in them range, 28, 29, 30, 31. Now, at this point, yeah, your standards can pop up a little bit from uh, Chili's or, or, or something like that. Uh, hold on for one second. Let me go up. You taking a young lady out um, in that realm. And for speaking to my daughter, what she was saying was she wouldn't want, because she's educated, she got a degree, she got a good job or got her own business or whatever, whatever. And this is for anybody in that uh, age range, right, that millennial age range. If, if, if you're dating somebody and if you choose to go out on a date, that's a decision that you made. You chose this guy to, to give him your number and things like that. Now, granted, small talk could tell you off the break, do you want to give this dude your number or not? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So if, if he don't pass your first test, then you should have already said, okay, well, this guy might have a little change. So if you thinking this guy educated, got a good job on Wall Street, blah, 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 you expect when you go on a first date with somebody on that level, right, to take you a step above all of these places we're talking about. Maybe he can afford a Maestro's or a Double Eagle Steakhouse or something like that on the first date. But for real, for real, your date is supposed to be talking, sitting across from each other, talking. Now, this list that they got says stuff like the movies. It says the gym. It's calling off church. It's calling off a lot of other places that, no, it's not acceptable to take people because if you're trying to communicate and talk, you can't talk at the movies. You can't communicate at church while the preacher and the choir are going. Right. You know, you don't take people on no dates there. That's not a place you go to meet and talk and to get to know each other. So I can get some of these things on this list that if that is a no-go. But as far as these eating places, it's levels to it. If you're mm -hmm. a youngin', yeah, you can take your date to an Olive Garden or a Red Lobster. If you're my daughter age range, yeah, you're at the point now where you can take a, a, a gold step higher to a Ruth Chris or a Morton's and stuff like that. Now, when you get my age, <laughs> the standards are a little different. See, now that's where... I don't been there, done that type of situation. And to me, I don't even give a fuck about eating, to be honest. You taking me to a motherfucking Maestro's in a double eagle. I've been there, done all that good shit. I don't been to the best in the world. So 
That's not going to impress me anyway. So that's why I'm trying to tell y'all, it's levels to this shit. This shit don't even pertain to me. See, this type of shit don't, don't make no sense to, a, uh, to an established older female. So for all the established females that's talking smack, obviously your standards, your st your standards are low. If you mm -hmm. are engaging in this uh, a trivial argument about or you agree or dis, uh, you know, agree with the guy not taking you to a cheesecake factory and shit like that. Your mind should be elsewhere. I don't even want to put myself in that in this conversation, to be honest. It's above us. But as far as the millennials and the younger generation, there's nothing wrong with some of the places on this list. Not if you're going to meet the person, talk to the person, and get to know the person. Number one. What women need to understand is y'all have all these expectations and tests. Men have tests, too. Yeah, They have expect expectations and tests, too. The date could be, let's meet up at IHOP, and we can eat breakfast, and then in store, he can have a go-kart ride and some other shit going on right, for the rest shit. of the day. Yeah. Uh -huh. When you're young, you're active. It shouldn't matter about how much money he's spending on you at a fucking restaurant. Right. Knock it off. Yeah. And, and see, this is another thing. I saw another um, a, another view about this. I was watching this dude, Anton, on YouTube, and he was saying he had a friend that had him laughing because everybody's been talking about this subject this week. So he said a friend guy of his told him the funniest story where he took, he's been married for 28 years, his friend. He asked the guy, where did you take your wife when you first met, on, on y'all first date? You know what he told um, Anton? He said, I took her to Home Depot. Uh. Now, when he took her to Home Depot on their first date, he was showing her the cabinets he was going to put in the house he get her, he built for her. The, the bathtub he was going to buy her. The, he was showing her. In other words, this dude was young, aspirational, and he was showing this young lady that if, if they were to be together and get married, this is what I'm going to do for you. That's what their first date. I thought that was the neatest shit because you think about it. You want somebody. You're looking at shit all wrong when you're worrying about what a nigga got. Like I said, it depends on your age. It really does depend on where you are in life for you to start talking nonsense. See what I'm saying? I thought that was the cutest thing for him to say, these are the things that he was going to do for her. They're getting to know each other. They're talking. She's going, oh, my God, this is so sweet. Now, they probably did go somewhere nice afterwards or maybe not. The point of the matter is he took her somewhere and was totally comfortable. And mm -hmm. she was happy with that shit. And 28 years later, they're still together telling this story. That's the point of this, which made me go back to when I first met my husband. Now, next month, y'all, in less than two weeks, me and my husband will be celebrating 32 years together and 31 years married. Okay? When I first met my husband... <laughs> You know what our first date was? He came. What that was? He came, what was over, it? he came over to my house. 
and we oh. watch and we watch we watch TV movies or whatever. It See, wasn't nothing priceless. spectacular, you know why? Cause he ain't had no money, and neither did I. I was broke. Now to be honest, I, and I always tell him, and I tell my kids, everybody know the story. Everybody know the story. But we we both were young, broke, but we were aspirational. I started talking to him because he was trying to be. Uh, get in the music industry. He was running around with his little tapes and doing his music and trying to get on. He was telling me about everything he wanted to do and what he was going to get. And he wanted this Range Rover and he wanted this. Like, and, and I felt that shit. It was something that we, we had a kindred spirit. The shit that he was talking about, shit I like to do, we, we had a lot in common. We mm-hmm. talked on our first date at my apartment. Our second date, or our second time meeting up, again, we ain't have no money, neither one of us. Both of us was broke, right? We ain't have no money. He, I went to his grandmother's house, sat across the table from him. Conversation was off the chain. Just talking about the future, talking about how many kids we want, talk about religion, talk about mm-hmm. everything under the sun, getting to know each other. And we formed a friendship first. It wasn't no expectations from me. It wasn't no expectations from him. So, yeah, he wasn't trying to get in my drawers. It, it was months before that happened, right? But it was all about getting, and that's what's missing when you talk about this Cheesecake Factory bitch running around worrying about what a nigga can do for her. Now, this bitch ain't married and ain't finna get married. Ain't nobody finna marry this girl. Her fucking mindset is fucked up. That's not what it's about. If you're truly out here running game and playing niggas, then go do you. You and your little girlfriends, Miss Cheesecake Factory girl, do you. But if you hmm. seriously out here looking for a mate and somebody, of course, like I said, it depends on your age range. And she right. looked too old for that shit, too. Yeah, she yeah, do. Yeah. She look like she way older than my daughter and them. I, I mean, she might because, you know, some people don't, don't age right. They said black don't crack, but it wrinkles. It wrinkles. So my thing is, um, um, she, I don't know. Her mindset is just fucked. And it do depend on what, like, again, my attitude now is not the same as when I was uh, when I met my husband. It's totally different now because I've been there, done that. Like, if, like I told y'all some weeks ago, if I was older dating, my expectations are different. Because I know what I'm bringing to the table. I'm not bringing no looks to the table. Or no hmm. booty to the table. I'm too old for that shit at this point. Right, right. right? I'm, I'm looking at motherfucking retirement, motherfucking vacation and traveling all over the world. My expectations are different at, at 50-something years old. When I, when, when, in, in the millennial age, it's 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 35 years old. If y'all truly looking for a man, of course you want somebody that's going to be able to take care of you, somebody that's going to be a good provider. This is why you need to sit down somewhere at a decent location and eat and talk. See, you got to find somebody decent. That's that's where your discernment kick in. Your judge of mm-hmm. character has to kick in, right? Because it's not our fault, even if you are a, a chick of her supposed caliber that's looking for a dude uh, to take her to all these nice, expensive places. Your dumb ass couldn't pick him out in a crowd. Mm-hmm. If you pick the nigga that can only take you to Red Lobster or Outback, Whose fault is that? That's your fault, bitch. How the fuck you gonna sit up and, and browbeat this poor man? It's all this man can afford. But this broad, this, this nigga, he 
had a nice restaurant picked out. Right for your mm-hmm. silly ass. She was late. And you had the nerve to be late Don't and break She shit. was late, an hour late. And this man still took the time to make another reservation at the best place he could so that he nigga, can get to know you. He'll you dropped. The man was ready to open the door for him. Yeah, he'll glutton for punishment. You dropped the ball. And you don't was, want no man. And he was still with her on this interview. I'm like, this nigga is a glutton for punishment because I would have dropped that bitch right then and there in that car. Like you said, Key, I'll kick that bitch out my car. Hell yeah. Bitch, get I your ass up out of here. Yeah, fuck you. You crazy yeah. as hell. And my thing is, how about, have you seen those things on social media where they'll have a guy uh, acting like he got all this money and, 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 and stuff like that and he'll get the girl? You know what I'm talking about? It, they'll, they'll have a guy playing a role or playing a trick on a chick. He got all this money and a Ferrari sitting outside and all that yeah, shit. Yeah. And she'll look at it and she oh, she run all up to him and shit like that. Nah, you messed it up. You messed up the story. I see that. They they get the gold diggers. I yeah. seen one where the dude came out, right? Uh, uh, he, an older dude, he had on a McDonald's shirt, right? And he was asking her girl some questions like, yeah, can me get your number? Da, da, da. She was like, no, no, thank you. And he was like, all right. And then he walked off. <laughs> he got into the... Uh, 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 the Ferrari. No, he got into a... Uh, the Rolls Royce Coven, the okay. truck. Yeah, right? yeah. He okay. got in truck. She's like, well, it's oh, a different like, story. Yeah, they this, got so, different yeah. ones. But yeah. she was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. So what you said, you do what? But you got on the McDonald's shirt. He said, yeah, because I own like four of them. Hey, <laughs> you yeah. judged the book by its cover, right? You yeah, judged the yeah. book by its cover, yeah. And you missed out. Now, now, why would he want you at that point? Exactly. Get your ass on, bitch, because your ass did not discern to say, hey. Oh damn! This is a nice guy. He's cute. He got charm. He's charming. You know, give him a. Get, you ain't got anybody saying y'all finna get married. You just talking to the man, getting to know somebody. You make a decision after you sit down and talk. That's what it's all about. Not about what a nigga can do. Never judge a book by its cover. See, and if we do shit the right way, even if y'all don't date, and you thought, okay, he work at McDonald's, if you know what I'm saying, it don't matter. You got family members that might need a job. Might want to open up. A, yeah, that's what you network. Might want to open it. That's called net. So even yeah. if y'all friends, y'all can still network. You don't never mm-hmm. just True. burn bridges. Right. True. Acting like you better than somebody and could be missing out on a hell of an opportunity because you stupid. Now, like I said, this guy that she was with, this nigga's a glutton for punishment because he was sitting up there in that same interview. But the fact yeah. of the matter is he should have kicked that bitch to the curb. Keep it moving, cause he she ain't gonna be number problems for you, bro. You don't appreciate yo. That's showing that right there. Yeah, there. she'd already let you know what she made of, so you need to run for the fucking hills. You big dummy. Everybody in the world talking about this dumbass a uh, girl and this and her expectate her entitlement, right? Well, bringing nothing to the table at nothing. that. Nothing. Nothing to the table. It's fucking ridiculous. And like I said, this list, there's nothing wrong. It's a lot wrong with this list. This list is half and half. Again, a lot of these places on this list, you cannot sit and talk and get to know somebody at these locations. You, right. you simply can't. You know what I'm saying? So I get half of this list. But these full places needs to be based off of how old you are. Or what you plan to or do what, a date. Oh, yeah, or what it is, yeah, how you got your date set up. But, I mean, I'm serious, though. It, at, even as a millennial, I'm with your daughter on this one, Gene. There's no way... A nigga on take me at, at 30 years old, take me to Buffalo Wild Wings for my first date. It's not just not happening. It's not mm. happening. 
Yeah, Buffalo Wild Wings for for sports, but you can't talk yeah. during a sporting you event. You can't talk during that. That's something you do it's, if y'all it's just. Loud. That's it's just, loud. It's not romantic, though. But that's just something oh, like. Well, I might as well. I'd rather just stay home and make yeah. it a homemade meal. Yeah, yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, but that's, that's for the couples who are. Been together, they're both. Right. They yeah, both yeah, love yeah, the yeah. same team, or you know what I'm saying. Right. And yeah. and y'all do that from time to time. Yeah. That's a relationship yeah. thing. Yeah. Already. Yeah. You go to places yeah, like a, that. That's not a first some, date. Cause you can't eat out. Yeah, it's not a first date thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, cause just like you know, we've been married all these years, but shit, hell, if I want some motherfucking uh, red lobster for lunch. We had the Red Lobster. I don't give a fuck. That part, that part. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not finna say, oh, my, because we got X amount of dollars in the bank, I'm too good to go to Red Lobster. See, this is what the point I was trying to make also. Who the fuck are you, girl? You ain't got shit. You ain't got shit talking about what's beneath you. People with money eat at motherfucking uh, Red Lobster and out. Man, Gene just went to Outback for lunch. Trump loved McDonald's burgers. Right, you are. Yeah, that's another thing. You see Trump with KFC boxes, McDonald's. You'll see those two fast foods on Air Force One. The ex-president of the world, a, a former billionaire, loves McDonald's and KFC. Yep. Come on, man. Get the fuck out of here. You got President Obama. Uh, uh, don't been to Ben's Chili Bowl. He don't been to Shake Shack. Here in Washington, they used to have the cameras falling where he want to go to Five Guys, shit like that. People eat at places like that. They're not too good for that shit. It's good. Just like when I come home, kid, you know how I do it. Where's the crystals? <laughs> I don't give a yeah, goddamn how I much money I got in the bank. Or something. Give yeah. me some motherfucking crystals, some motherfucking Captain D's, and I'm some motherfucking you. Jenkins barbecue. Fuck that shit. I don't give a fuck how much money I got. I'm going to eat what I like to eat. Eat what I like to eat. Shit. I'm not too good. And you know what? The for crazy a hole part in is the wall. It's, it's so many kidding? things to choose from at Cheesecake Factory where she could have sat down and figured out what she can really simplify for. That's you know what, what I was you saying. Eat. That's why I was like, all Girl. you got to do is get some french fries, eat a cheesecake, and get some drinks. And so, and mother, Coach your stomach and, and get I drinks. The drinks are good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they shit be fresh. The motherfucking salads. That shit is fresh. Okay. Them motherfuckers are not fucking uh, uh, right. uh, serving you frozen food. So, bitch, what do you mean? What do you man, mean? Fuck, Tell man, that you know hoe. What? Let's see we your put, bank account, bitch. We, we Let put me too see much your savings account, asshole. Fuck her. Right. Let's she see that. Shit. Let's see your beaker scope, bitch. Right. Let me see your motherfucking <laughs> credit score, hoe. Tell me how you supposed to just look good. They ain't bringing shit to the table. Man, get the fuck out of here, man. Next subject, y'all. Yeah, yes, thank you, thank you. Clown dog goes Please. to the Cheesecake Factory chick. Ooh. Ooh. We also need to do, um, let's just go back. We do need to do a clown dog for the dude Richard Card that killed all them people and then bitch-ass nigga you. turned the gun on himself. You big dummy. <laughs> all right, y'all. So what's next, cousin, man? Because I can talk about that shit all day, that dumb ass hoe. That big overgrown six, eight, <laughs> 300 and something pound muscle motherfucker talking crazy. Dwight Howard. Let's wow. hear from Dwight. <laughs> wow. So look, 
right. So I know oh, y'all don't heard this shit. Your boy Dwight Howard don't got caught out there. Okay. Yeah, man. So the nigga. Now, first of all, um, the industry has already been talking um, that Dwight Howard. Matter of fact, his baby mama, Royce Reed, had already let it out the bag that the nigga was gay. Okay. Yeah. Um, a lot of people in the basketball industry or the ba- basketball world or whatever you want to call it, been saying that he's a suspect. When they say suspect, they kind of figured he was bisexual. Yeah. That's bisexual why he couldn't get on meaning damn team. He, got, he have sex with women and men. They saw, matter of fact, I saw a, um, a YouTube this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually grabbed Isaiah Cannon's, which was one of his teammates, that he grabbed his dick on TV. Damn. They called it, it's on tape. If you go to YouTube right it's now and, and and search Dwight Howard grabbing yeah. dick. That's all you so have to put. So this nigga freaked out, period. Yeah, he just he, a total freak. Yeah, Fuck he's it. a freak. He's a freak-ass nigga. And the I'm thing about it is, uh, uh, you know, the problem is these guys, they want to be known as being straight. See, we can take this shit back. Okay, we know being gay was a taboo thing back mm-hmm. in the 50s, 60s, 70s, yeah, 80s, yeah. and 90s. Yeah, yeah. But the 2000s, people are free to say and be who the fuck they want to be. And I don't understand why he felt the need to get on social media this week, y'all, because he don't been caught out there in the wind with right. a lawsuit. For fucking sexually harassing this dude, right? Now everybody know he 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 was to either admit to the shit right. or go to jail. Right. right. Right? Admit to the shit or go to jail. So he don't want to go to jail uh, uh, for perjuring himself or whatever. So he had to go ahead and admit, yeah, I did it. So now he on social media telling all us. What I do in my, my bedroom is my yeah. business. Where yeah. I put my wood is yeah. my business. Bitch, nigga, please. You, it, it pineapple head ass boy. He got <laughs> like one of them motherfuckers. Hey, you ever seen, uh, I'm dead ass here. You ever seen uh, Beetlejuice with that big got that little ass head? <laughs> <laughs> that big ass part in the motherfucker. <laughs> and that motherfucker be going on the little, uh, some little, like a clone line on the... <laughs> that nigga head shrunk like a bitch with little plates in his head. And he got that big ass body. Bitch, you'll sit your Beetlejuice head down. Bitch, if you like them hoes, them whole niggas, whatever the fuck, trans, whatever they are, right. you like what you like, but don't fucking lie and sit up here and act like we just in your business. Bitch, you're right. a public figure. We in your you, business because you, it's you, in you, court you put documents. your own business out there, bitch. It's right. messy. Right. No shit that you do is sloppy. Oh. Okay, then so. you around here snatching dick. Who the fuck snatch dick? I keep talking so. snatching pussy, but you snatching motherfucking cucumbers, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck out of here. Right, they gonna get an attitude with us. So I'm gonna blame it on. Um, now I don't take this shit serious or the wrong way, but I'm gonna blame it on Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba, who, mm-hmm. who turned uh, turned him out. Uh, I'm gonna tell you why. Mm. When he was new in the league, mm-hmm. he was you know young and and jumping out there because the, the White Howard was young. 
He was. So, he yeah, was very so, young. So I, I think he might have came out of high school. And he was a little old bitty something, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. So what happened was, and that's what I was about to re- get, get into. So what mm-hmm. happened was, he's playing a game against the Lakers, and he jumped out there and tried to block Kobe uh, Bryant's shot. And Kobe dunked on him, had his nuts in his face, made him fall and everything. <laughs> and that's from that point, he started lifting weights and getting strong. Yeah. So, yep. Kobe, I'm going to blame you. Yeah, for turning oh, when the he went to Orlando, <laughs> when he got on with Orlando Magic, that motherfucker was full. No, 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 no. He was playing. He was playing for Orlando. Okay, okay. He I said. That, you know, he said the day that Kobe dunked on him is when he started lifting the weights and getting swollen. Man, yep. And you right about that because he was with Orlando, and he. I'm talking about out of nowhere. That boy got huge. <laughs> yeah, he, he ain't like the way with the Black Mamba did. <laughs> Uh, I thought you was finna make reference to his nuts being in his face, and he liked it. I mean, that's what he, I probably, he, he probably he probably that's, that's when he suddenly knew I like ball. <laughs> <laughs> Damn that nigga ball with big as hell in my face. Yeah. I need to bulk up. Right. Because <laughs> okay. it's like, how you going to sit up and get mad with the world for being yeah, in your business when it's public record, nigga? You are on, you got legal. First of all, yeah. you shouldn't have did what you did. So you kind of put yeah. your own self on Front Street when you violated Mr. Harper or whatever his name is. Harper. It's a, oh, and what then, about Kitty? Who is Kitty? Kitty? Okay, Kitty is the tranny that that Dwight brought in the bedroom for oh, a threesome okay, okay. with do Harper. A threesome. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then that's when um, Harper said that um, they overtook him. Yeah. Because see, but- he, Harper didn't want, because Harper said Kitty looked a hot mess. He didn't want to have relations with Kitty. Kitty okay. was forced on him too. He didn't know Kitty was coming over nothing. So that's what I'm saying. All this shit came out in court documents. Mm. So how are we in your business or worrying about what you're doing with your dick? Right. You but just mad. Is, you mad. But, just say you mad because we laughing. And for real, for real, we laughing at the fact that for real, Kitty, Kitty looks a fucking hot mess. We laughing at how Harper looked. The fact of the matter is you couldn't do no better than that. That's mm. what I'm saying. But the my thing, thing is, is with me is you mixing all this shit together with the man and the women. You fucking with both at the same time because not just not, not too long ago you just engaged to a fucking WNBA player. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's bisexual. Like See, you I told keep, you, a lot you, of people what, use that gay time, shit. bro. They take, use that gay too shit. Much. They don't, that's why they go by the alphabet because they like okay. to be distinguished. You see what I'm saying? But you're still, yeah, but at, the the day, you're he do, at the end of the day, you're gay. He's doing the woman, you're gay. the man, the trans. You're the, gay. What the fuck? You're fucking gay. No, nah, he, so, he more than just, that ain't just gay, bitch. That's just all over the place. That's he, too much. You're doing too much. The nigga is gay. Period. That and nigga is gay. He a freak. He a freak. He a freak. A freak ass. Yeah, that's what he is because he making gay people look bad because most people that gay fuck with just that same, that same sex shit. He doing too much shit out here, man. Yeah, Ain't well, no telling what else he doing. He doing you a lot. You a straight freak. You a F R E A K all day long. He's he, that's what he's characterizing. And as. what he need to do is embrace that's whatever the fuck he is. Embrace that yeah, shit. Yeah, just embrace that you're a fucking freak, bro. Yeah, don't get mad with your business. We don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. fuck I don't even know nothing about your ass. Look, I don't care the bitch fuck a back of a monkey. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> right. <laughs> and at this point, that's probably what you'll do. All you'll tell that nigga, hold the head up, dog. I'm gonna get that motherfucker. Just hold the head up and fuck the monkey. You'll fuck anything, bro. Yeah, that's what it seemed like to me. And, and the thing about it is, don't his attitude now. 
You don't Girl. got caught. There's no way to hide, nowhere to run. And now you want to say, fuck y'all, y'all ugly. He was calling people ugly. Yeah, ugly. He mad, yeah. he mad. He mad, he big say, mad. Say, he, he the one ugly, bitch. Be the Jew, be the Jew. That's what I'm saying. You need to look in the mirror. Bring it out. Because there's bitch, plenty of women ugly that, ugly. that don't be talking on the internet like, child, they wouldn't even date him. Man, if they did, they, gonna, they, they if they would date him, it's for his money. It ain't for your looks. Oh, that nigga, I wouldn't even let that nigga suck a titty. Nobody <laughs> care about that shit. <laughs> Hell, fuck you. You won't even look at it, mom. Yeah, he mm-mm, he definitely wouldn't have been on the list when we were young. Girl. Boy, bye. But anyway, next subject, y'all. What we got? What's next? I'm trying to tell you. Get off hit that. Shit, we about to talk about your embarrassing ass Tasha K with that whining and shit. Oh Acting like she was crying y'all. and shit with Cardi B. Man. How the fuck you give somebody some advice that you were just talking about? Battling the motherfucker. Right. She's suing you now. You trying to get out of paying that money, bitch. You better pay the motherfucker for a million dollars. I don't care if you ain't got it. Gotta find a way to get it. And, and look like she might break her ass down. But then, but let me tell you this: I I watch Tasha K. Y'all know I, I'm with anybody who speak days peace and stand on their truth. Period. Mm. Point blank. Now, granted, Tasha K was wrong. Okay, when when Cardi B um, asked her to take down the video uh-huh. where she was talking about her with the herpes and all that shit. I felt like when when they if they got more money than you hmm. and they asked you to take that shit down. Take that shit down. First of all, I would have negotiated a fee to take it down. Okay. That's what I would that's the smart thing to do. That's the smart thing. To do. I would have took the shit down after you paid me to. Now, if you're gonna be hard as fuck and stand on it. And say, fuck I'm you, bitch. You. I ain't taking shit down. You got herpes and I said so, blah, oh, blah, blah. Talking then, that drunk shit. I, yeah. Then I'm like, okay, well, then, hey, well, you, you a bad Hell bitch. You, yeah. you don't give a fuck. And that's what I'm talking about. If you that bad, if um, if you that bad, stand on it all the way. What mm-hmm. made me so upset this week when I saw Tasha K on YouTube crying in the video, yeah. talking about, because see, what don't happen was, I think she's feeling the pressure of this $4 million judgment. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, all right, to back up the story just a little bit, y'all, for y'all who was trying to follow me in the beginning, okay, she didn't take the video down. Cardi B sued her ass, won in court for defamation. Now she owes Cardi B $4 million. Now, mm-hmm. that judgment... Is is circling now for y'all that don't know about judgments. When the shit is on your credit, is on your credit, and at that point, the person got the power to go after you to collect that four million by any means necessary. Now, uh, uh, Tasha K got a YouTube video. She been fucking with her for months about she ain't got it, she ain't paying her, she don't file bankruptcy, yep. she don't try to hide she assets. That shit in court too. She don't did a court. lot of shit to try to get out of paying yeah. this girl yeah. because. She, although she's a YouTuber, she ain't got no money to pay that ca- that type Hell of tax. No. So now she's feeling the brunt of it because her whole business, her whole dynasty that she's built on YouTube because yep. she's a hell of a YouTuber, y'all. She's funny as fuck. She be spitting that shit. I like Tasha K because she talks shit just like I do. She talk that shit. Right. And she know a lot of shit. She know a lot of people. She get interviews. She get dirt. First hand dirt about what goes on in the entertainment business. So, I like the shit. But anyway, it made me upset this week because she on here crying because I think Cardi must have said something about she wanted to commit suicide. Yeah, she wanted to commit suicide. Some dumb shit Cardi was saying 
So here go Tasha, going to take an opportunity. She took the opportunity. Reached out to her. Reached out to her, supposedly. <laughs> uh, did, did she reach out to her? Yeah, she reached out. She was texting her. Okay. Yeah, she and was, was telling her. her yeah, I not think she to did. Do it. Yeah. Who's yeah. gonna who I'm gonna argue with, who I'm gonna right. fight with in court, who's gonna hold like me they accountable. And she. She, but what Tasha doing is classic. She playing um, her. She playing a girl. Cause Tasha much. know damn well. Tasha is from ain't she from Florida? Um, I think so. She's um, a straight don't... hustler. Yeah, she a hustler. Tasha K is a straight hustler. That's why I was like. If you wanted to play her, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink. We get it. Mm-hmm. But don't get on there and display your weakness, crying. I'm telling you, I don't she think she was crying. She only had a sinus infection, but acting like she, she was crying. She overdid it, though, with the crying. Yes. She told Cardi B she loved her. Okay. <laughs> she went too far with that shit. It's like, girl, you. W- I'm hoping she's playing oh, Cardi mercy. because if she's sincere, I've lost all respect for her because, girl, we we not built like you from Florida, girl. You got to represent. Stand, stand on your truth. If this what you believe, stand on it. Don't fucking get weak and crumble. Now, see, when you had the chance to take that shit down and make some money off of taking it down, you fumble the bag. Period, point mm-hmm. blank. Now, you stood on that shit like you ain't give a fuck. Be that way 100%. Please. Don't, don't crumble. Don't fold like an Alabama lawn chair <laughs> <laughs> at, at the end because you're feeling the pressure. Because that $4 million judgment ain't going nowhere. Now, like I was get, about to say, Key, Cardi sent out something saying she's thinking about it. She's going to mm-hmm. talk to her mama and her lawyers. Because mm. I think what Tasha did, see, because see, Tasha know what she's doing. That girl young. Mm-hmm. That girl young. And Tasha playing on that shit. And I hope she's playing on that shit. In my mind, I hope she playing Cardi. And, and if Cardi fall for the okie doke, it'll be understandable because Cardi is young. Younger. Right. Younger. Right? So she don't, she, so what she doing worked. If, if if Cardi falls after Tasha K's performance, that means Tasha did the damn thing. But this is the key. And this is what I would key? tell Cardi B. Mm-hmm. If you fall for the okie doke from Tasha, keep that judgment in place. Just don't collect. Mm-hmm. Stop collections. Hold the lawsuit. I mean, not the lawsuit. Hold the judgment. Hold the judgment, yeah. Because Tasha K, if she's playing you, she gonna talk some more shit about you in the future. Oh yeah. So yeah, you better she leave. City. You better leave that gate open. So if she do come back and say anything fucked up about you, you could start collecting again. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would tell Cardi B. Oh yeah. As oh, a yeah. as an older, wiser woman, if you fall for what Tasha K has displayed this week. Stop collections, but don't lift that judgment off of that girl. Because mm-hmm. Tasha is off the motherfucking chain. Okay? And like I said, Tasha, I'm hoping you are playing her to get what you want. Because that's what you do. You play that shit. And that way, I won't feel so fucked up. Because right now, I'm feeling like if you cried real tears mm-hmm. and really <laughs> love her, 
and mm-hmm. really don't just don't fail when she don't broke your ass down. I'm disappointed in you, girl. You got to hold yourself stronger than that. I'm trying to tell you. You got to hold yourself because if you're going to be an ass, you got to be an ass 100%. Just mm-hmm. like when you lie, you got to lie 100%. You can't mm-hmm. lie and then go back and say, oh, I lied. You can't mm-hmm. do that. You got to stand on it. You got to live it. You got to yeah, live gotta, that shit. Walk in the what they talking, say? Baby. What they say? You made your bed. You got to lie in you that got shit. Got to lie in that hard. Period. Point blank. Yeah. But yeah. That's all I got for him, man. So we'll see how this pan out in the weeks to come. Yeah, we got to. It's gonna be some more shit come out on it. Yeah. Uh, all right. So our next topic is uh, Nas is getting sued by one of the white employees for calling her a cracker. Mm-hmm. Not him. But just the name had she's heard uh, name slurs about her being a white cracker or calling the white folks. I want to know when that became a crime. Hmm. When can you sue for whenever you heard somebody you call them a cracker and you get sued? That's what I'm saying. I mean, I call, I, that's my that's we my just bad line. about that the other day. That's You're my right, bad right. line. They crackers, they crackers. Look it up in the dictionary. I tell you all the time. Look it up in the dictionary. What's you wrong with it? Right, what I'm saying. If these motherfuckers can call us niggas, because they do it and everywhere. And get away with it. And get, and away, get away, with away with it. Ain't nobody suing nobody for calling us niggas. Nigga even, right. even, even though they should, we should. Do it. All the shit. We done went through all exactly. this stupid ass shit But guess y'all. what? Now you but feel that, like another. Now you offended. A, now you offended. A, a Karen. A Karen. An entitled Karen. That's all. That's run all it is. Because she don't been fired. What happened when she well, fired? Well, they say it didn't come out of Nas' mouth, though. No, no, I didn't say it came out of his mouth. No, no, no. I was just oh. stating that, that what I've read. Yeah, it's one of his employees. Say, right, right. Right. It's a ex-employee of Nas label says she was subjected to racial slurs such as mm. cracker and white folk. Oh, woe is me. Oh, wow. Woe is bitch. me, little white lady. Fuck you. How Call about you that? more than that, right. you raggedy bitch. Right. She probably is old nasty-ass cracker. <laughs> Yeah, like, she what, probably what, what it is. Care. They call us niggas. They call us dumb niggas, monkey ass niggas, dog monkey, stupid ass. niggas. You crackers talk about us like dogs behind closed doors. We can, uh, you can say nigga all day long on Facebook, but you can't say cracker. As soon as I put cracker on Facebook, they don't motherfucking. I got ten days or thirty days. <laughs> <laughs> they, need, they put your head in timeout. <laughs> right, they put me in timeout like a motherfucker. That's why I don't be exempt. That's why we're not on YouTube. That's why we're not. You know, we don't. We can't put certain things up. Like when I put the thing up with the racial thing on Instagram and, and mm-hmm. they 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 wouldn't let it go. Hey, they they, they, they uh, shadow ban that shit. To where other people can't see it, only I can see it, or only people. Ain't that some yeah. shit? So we it, gotta find another way to say that shit when you get on YouTube. Motherfucking salty. We gotta come with salty. I gotta get. I gotta get used to saying that shit. Yeah, you go. You better start. Yeah, yeah. we got. We gotta that's, figure. That's, some, we gotta figure some shit out when we get to that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But it's just funny how she went yeah. around here trying to file a lawsuit off of she being called what the fuck she is. Bitches in a dictionary. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what the fuck did. Don't sit up and act like you some innocent bitch. Because I know you probably was talking shit to probably, people. Yeah. And yeah, you yeah. don't did something. Ryan, that causing confusion at the job. Right. With that bullshit. And now that she don't get fired or been let go or whatever happened, mm-hmm. now 
Here she goes. She said, now according, she it says, according to Cooper, who is a white woman, she was subjected to racial comments in the workplace. She heard words such as crackers and white folk during her employment. Cooper alleges that the senior vice president for partnerships and content acquisition, who is black, accused her of displaying unusual white folk behavior. She probably was. Probably was in that bitch stirring Ooh, up trouble. That ain't worth no lawsuit, I'm around there trying to suck some dick and they, they refused to do it. And she got mad. The and they told the man, get, get your cracker, you'll get your ass around with that bullshit. She got mad. It said the ex-employee also claims to have been booted from several projects yep, yep. before being fired before June twenty. So yeah, so she don't got fired, now she mad. And the only thing she yeah, come up all. with was they call me cracker and they call me <laughs> girl, I hope the judge dismissed this somewhere. shit and said if you don't get your that, Karen hey, after that. That shit a slang, baby. Go it is a slang. It's a slang that we man. use. Just like they use niggas. You nigga, as long yeah. as crackers call us niggas, we gonna call y'all crackers. We gonna Ain't call y'all anything we fucking feel like calling. They weren't enslaved. <laughs> Being <laughs> called crackers. Right. Stop it. Right. See, even them, 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 the slaves were scared the same to call effect. cracker right. back then. It's not they the same context. Exactly. It's like, exactly. We saying that shit as a slang. Y'all calling us nigga out of fucking oppression. Out of what you've done. See, the uncomfortable truth to these crackers out here. Y'all call us niggas. So all you motherfuckers that want to sit back and try to point the finger and call us bad people because we retaliate by... Uh, um, creating a, a racial slur to come back to foolery, to That's come back so y'all stupidity, to right. come back your nastiness. Because I swear to you, anytime I'm in an altercation, whether it be on the road, uh, uh, in the street, at a restaurant, at a store, when I call a white person cracker, <laughs> they crumble like a cracker. <laughs> they can't take it. They hate that shit. Just like we hated the way y'all did our ancestors. We hated the 404 years of oppression. And you're still oppressing us. So you got the fucking nerve to sit up here talking about, oh, woe is me. They call me a cracker. They call me a Karen. And that's another thing they hate now. You know, I call a cracker woman a Karen. Karen. No, no, because they don't find out that that shit ain't no good word, baby. That's like a bad word Yeah, Yeah, that's next. Put that shit in the motherfucking Webster. Karen, a fucking entitled ass Tattletelling ass white woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That defies that crazy, the laws though, of logic. It, it's so many rap songs where they be saying, cracker this, cracker that. And you'll see these white folk. I'm talking about they know word from Batum and be right. dancing off that shit. Right. Having a good time. Exactly. Off the shit. But it's Even okay. the word nigga. Right. But yeah, you, you, you try to use that in discrimination right now? Right. Are you serious? Nigga trying to get somebody fucked up in the in the court of law yeah. over a slang word. Bitch, it's sit your raggedy, stinking, garlic smelling ass Dog out of here. Dog ass, wet puppets. <laughs> <laughs> right. Silly cracker. No, I'll Fuck you. I'll just kid. Uh, all right, so that's it, y'all. That's on that number. Uh, what's, what okay. we at? Where we at? Where we at? What's the next one? All right, oh, so, so the shit. next one. Ooh, ooh, this is going to be a good one. My oh, girl Kaya said, don't compare these new hoes to her. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Man. Hold on one second, y'all. Man, I love Kaya, man. Well, look, this is the deal Keep with that Kaya. shit real, though. I've Fuck never em. I've never been a Kaya fan. 
right? I have. But now, of course, the song, Everybody Know My Neck, My Back. Everybody know a lot of her shit. My something, oh. something, and my crack, okay? We know the song, so that's it the young lady we're talking about, y'all. So we're going right. to start the segment off with a clip with her, and then we'll piggyback off of it. These hoes was raised by Trina. Let's get this straight. Let me go on and get this off my chest. Real right raunchy, y'all. Love I'm em. about tired of y'all comparing me to these hoes. See, yeah. I said my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack. Not these niggas out here and these hoes out here in these streets. I've been, I said my neck, my back, my pussy, and my crack, and I stood, still stood 10 toes down like a motherfucking queen. Half still wrapped up like the first day. I ain't changed a bit. Okay? It's respect me. It's snatch the motherfucking cat back. It's don't trust no motherfucking nigga. Get your own shit. It's tell that nigga to hit the motherfucking dough. You want to fuck these bitches. You want to fuck these hoes. It ain't eat no nigga's ass and suck no nigga's toes. Y'all hoes couldn't have grown up listening to me because that ain't how the fuck I roll. I done been out here 25 years. Y'all ain't seen no pictures of my pussy, no videos of me sucking dick. My phone ain't never been stole. Y'all ain't never seen me with no man, bitch. And I got a motherfucking hood. Y'all ain't never seen me do shit. Y'all ain't seen no husband, no children, no nigga I'm fucking, no nigga in the industry got no put fucking me. Y'all ain't never seen me twerking. Y'all ain't never seen my pussy hole from the back. Now, Azuka gonna come out when I feel it's Scorpio season, so she will be out. Kay Nashley comes out, but bitch, it's always queendom and motherfucking goddess over here. Y'all ain't got shit on the queen, but I, but I ain't shit. And these hoes grew up listening to me. Ha! And that order queen... Don't and compare me to order. these hoes. Don't you ever compare me to these hoes. And another thing, bitch. I done ate, raised two children. Okay? All mm -hmm. that. <laughs> I'm old. I'm, I'm, I'm it, it. <laughs> off them, them same songs y'all hating on. The same ones. Everybody sample the same ones that's still here. And I've been performing all until I run out of breath. All your music. They sample all your music. I, I'm still that. eating all, of, all of those hits. See? Okay, so at the end of the day, where you think these little hoes gonna be when they get fifty? When where they gonna be? They ain't gonna be looking sitting up here mm. looking like me. Like them hoes can't. They ain't gonna be. They're not even gonna be here in twenty five years. Let alone them tired ass songs that they putting out. So don't you ever say, "Oh, she's the original." Oh, she's 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 unsexy red bitch. Don't you ever in your life fuck them other hoes. I said it then, and I'm saying it now. Okay. <laughs> Y'all better know the difference between light and dark. Time done told him this gonna continue to tell. What else we got to gag about? You Hey. <laughs> Yo stairs so clean. Yo stairs so clean. I don't know. Can't wait with it. Can't wait with it. Florida know about that shit. Yeah, Florida know about, about that, that shit. shit. All I know is Sukihana, because you talking about sexy red and Sukihana, that 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 yeah. generation, right? Of yeah. little young girls with all this raunchy ass bullshit that they putting out, and they must have compared her mm -hmm. to um, uh, 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 Kaya. Kaya. Right? And they can't. I'm gonna tell you now, they can't. But your girl Suki Hana responded Fuck. since since that clip she did. Yeah. Suki Hana responded and said, "I will knock Kaya the fuck out." She also said, um, "She said." I can't even read this shit. Man, fuck. That bitch on. ain't finna knock nothing out. That's no, that bitch look like, fuck you, sucky cookie or whatever the fuck your name is. Bitch, you look like that whole solid gold. <laughs> that goddamn mad I'm looking at, bitch, with your face painted and shit. She said, Suki Hana is Suki Hana and has been and has been. I'm booked every weekend until next September, next year. Oh. I'm ratchet, but I live in my truth. Please, what she said, don't act in front of the library. 
mad at Trina every day with 172 yeah. teeth okay. in your mouth. Okay. Okay, fuck so her. she was going off on Kaya saying yeah. basically, fuck you, bitch. I'm making my money. I'm who I am. I stand in my truth, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Child, we know all that shit crawling. ratchet. All that crawling shit is ratchet. on the motherfucking floor with your stinking ass. Nobody don't care about that shit you talking about. Fuck her. Now, the, the truth... Ain't gonna fight nobody. The truth of the matter is, Kaya is 46 years old. Mm. Um, Sexy okay. Red and Sukihana. All right, Sukihana actually ain't no Wait young girl. Sukihana was born in 91. So this girl older than my daughter. Mm-hmm. She two Kaya, years old. I thought Kaya was older than that. No, Kaya was older 46. than me. She forty six. Wow. You old? You older than her? Yeah. She. I thought she was older than that. She looks good though. She's not an ugly person. She and she do keep her business to her fucking self. Yeah, but That's she definitely do that. I don't now. agree. Like I said, I don't like her music. Yeah, Never. I'm I not like, a Kaya. I, like I don't listen to uh, raunchy shit. Now, when I was a kid. The most raunchy I did when I was a kid was Luke, mm. back when Luke oh, really? was doing his shit. No, I like, I like Kaya. She's straight from Florida. And then I, I like think I think Lil' Kim was raunchy like that Tampa. a little bit. Yeah, yeah Lil' Kim, Kim was very raunchy. Yeah, Lil' Kim was Brooklyn raunchy. Brooklyn, bitch. Damn right. Right. So That album was tight as shit, though. Yeah, that album, album was, was tight. But, but Kaya album that she's talking about is good. It's a hit after hit on the album. It is. It's an old album, but she's still making money. People still sampling all her shit. Yeah, she See, got a real fan base. She acts Kaya like a Jones, lady. Kaya, Jones, like Kaya Jones used to ride a little bit. I I'm was in Jacksonville you. when I'm that Jones dropped. Yes, but here's the difference. Yeah. What she's saying, though, seriously, she still carries herself like a lady. She never had to be raunchy and show her ass and bend mm-hmm. over and what was do the all beef? This, this. What was the beef between Kaya and um, Trina? Nothing, you know. Um, it was just always beef back and forth because Trina say one thing about you know, you hold you ain't making no money, hold you ain't doing this, and then Kaya say, "Well, you, you know, I know your history. You was a stripper. You can't keep a man. You know, it was just a back and forth feud. Oh, okay. how two women do. That's right. all that shit oh, okay. was about. Right. You know, so because I, I heard Kaya saying the, that they was sexy red and 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 um, Sukihana and was raised by Trina. So yeah, in other words, you know, like I said, right. Trina. Was okay. one of them type of women that shook her ass and did anything she could to do for attention. Yeah. Yeah, but it is what it is, you know. But again, Suki and Sexy Red, still, to this day, y'all don't carry yourselves like a lady. Y'all doing all kind of provocative shit to make money, and you don't have to do that. Yeah, this is... Um... Beyonce and all these other women out here really making money. And they not twerking and shit. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Right, right. Just doing all you... kind of nasty ass shit and talking about on the on 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 your podcast or whatever they got, YouTube, I suck any dick, little dick, big dick. No, they don't have to do none of that. See, this is what the point I was finna make, uh, the reason why I wanted to do this story, mm-hmm. is just looking at the generations, okay? Because mm-hmm. I think a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know, um, so I'm going to enlighten y'all today about the generation. See, the Sukihanas and the Sexy Reds, these are products of what I call the lost generation, mm-hmm. the millennials. See, mm-hmm. the millennials are having kids, and these kids are Gen Zs and the generation alpha. That's the new generations. Now, let me let me just do something for y'all right quick. It's a little, little uh, story lesson today, y'all. For those who don't know, we're going to go through the generations, and then I'm going to land and make my point. All right. The greatest generation, this is what it's called, 
the greatest generation was our grandparents or ancestors born between 1901 and 1924. Now, that would be my, my dad's father and mother. They were born in, I think, like 1913, 19, between 1910 and 1914. So mm -hmm. my, my, my grandparents, uh, or my, my paternal grandparents are from the greatest generation. Now, my maternal grandparents was born in what you call the silent generation. Uh -huh. The silent generation is from 1925 to 1945. Uh -huh. As a matter of fact, my granddaddy was born in 33 and my grandmama was born in 35. So they're the silent generation. Now, they gave birth to my mama in them generation, which they're called the baby boomers. I know y'all hear that a lot when we're talking about the baby boomers. Those are our parents that were born from 1946 to 1964. Absolutely. My parents was born in 51 and 52. So their baby boomers gave birth to us, the Generation X. We're Generation X. Right? From 1965 to 1980. Now, point I want to make about that is, as far as I'm concerned, we the best generation. That's what your point is. That's my point. Okay? And I'm, I'm going to say why in a minute. All right. Okay? Because we got the best of both worlds. See, yes, we're Lord. straddling. I still got memories of the greatest generation. Mm -hmm. which is my grandparents, the mm -hmm. silent generation, which is my uh, maternal grandparents, and, of course, my parents, who are the baby boomers, gave birth to me. So I don't, I don't have the experience and the knowledge and the wisdom from all their years, for all that they've given me. Now, I've given birth to millennials. My children are millennials. Born from 1981, anybody born between 1981 and 1996. So I had my first in 93 and I had my son in 95. They're millennials. Okay? Now, getting into the Sukihanas and the Sexy Reds generation. Now, early, early 80 babies that was born in 81, 82, shit like that. They're the ones that are having the Gen Z's, which I call the lost generation. They lost in a motherfucker. Because, see, this is where the buffoonery came from the original lost generation of the, of the millennials. See? So we got kid, my kids that were born in the latter part of the 90s, right? They got knowledge from me and their grandparents from the baby boomers, right? But then you got the earlier, um, the, the people that were actually millennials having babies, giving ba uh, birth to the, to the early Gen Zs, right? Which would be, uh, what's your girl? Sexy Red was born in 1998. She's a Gen Z. Now, granted, Sukihana, I thought she was a Gen Z. She's actually... Uh, actually, no, she is a Gen Z. She was born in... No, no, no. She's a millennial. She was born in 91. 
which is why I'm so surprised. But then, you know, she was born from lost, part of the lost generation too. But anyway, the Gen Z's is from 1997, y'all, to 2012. Now, starting 2013 up into present day, we got Generation Alpha. So we're really, they're mixed in all the early babies, the 2013s, they're 10 years old, 9 and 10 years old. So they got, they, they on social media. They out mm -hmm. here on TikTok and mm -hmm. shit like that. So you think about it. Generation Z and Generation Alpha is what a majority of this buffoonery, this outlandish shit, this shit, this space age shit, this weirdo shit, dropping back to, what's your girl name? Jada and Will. We talk mm. about her two space age kids, uh, Jaden oh, and Willow. Now, hold on. Let me see something. Let me just make my point on that one right quick with Willow. Remember, I told you Willow's birthday's uh, Tuesday. She's uh, born on Halloween. She's a ain't, very talented young lady. Ain't that something? She mm -hmm. was born in 2000, another Generation Z. Mm -hmm. Okay, and then her um, lunatic little uh, uh, lunatic brother, because I think Jaden was first. Hold on, <laughs> Jaden Smith. He was first from Jaden Will. He was born in mm -hmm. 1998. Another mm -hmm. Gen Z. Okay, so that generation is what I call fuck the hell up. That generation yeah. is fucked. When y'all think about it, if y'all want to be honest with yourselves. People that are born in 1907 to 2012 are fucked up. They're the ones that's on this this this, this internet real hard, this TikTok, Do all this for money. bullshit. Yeah, it's called up born from when? 1997 to 2012. Mm -hmm. All mm. these people that we just named was born in that era. Now I said that, and the reason why I'm bringing this generation thing up, y'all, to show y'all how lost that generation. My daughter called me. We were talking about the same thing, about the, mm. the, 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 the mindset and why people think and why people do and the expectations and the entitlement of this generation, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we got, she told me about, you know, New York, it's always shit happening in New York. People always be on the streets getting interviewed and they always getting opinions and doing surveys on the street. So they did a survey with a bunch of Gen, Gen Z's, Generation Z's, right? They asked the question, if you could bring back one of these two dead artists, who would it be? <laughs> Prince or Michael Jackson? Oh, boy. You know what this Gen Z said? What did I say? Michael Jackson. Okay. So the reporter asked, well, why, why would you choose Michael over Prince? You mm. know what this Gen Z said? <laughs> I don't know who Prince is. I can you believe that. Dummy. You dummy. I can believe that. Are you, are you kidding me? No, they they dead ass ears. But that's what I'm talking about. See, mm -hmm. in our generation, we yeah, know all these motherfuckers. We know everybody. And, and, and because we know our kids that we gave birth to, the, early, the, the millennials, they mm -hmm. got, a lot of them got a good knowledge about who the fuck Prince and Michael Jackson is. Because right. us as Gen X's, 
right? We, right. we, they, they got it from their parents. They've been in a car. They've been riding with us for years, 18, at least 18 years riding with us, hearing Prince, Michael Jackson, yep. Yep. Uh, uh, Stevie Wonder, all these type people. So they know shit. But the yep. generation after these millennials, the millennials that's giving birth to these newbies, they're, they don't, they're not they taking stop, the, they bro. so busy chasing the bag mm-hmm. and doing this and doing that and doing dumb shit. They're not teaching these kids nothing. No morals. No morals, no nothing. The Mm-mm. right way to these go to get the bag. They don't fear God. They Everything don't fear God. is easy to these motherfuckers. They get yeah. on Google yeah. and do their homework. They get on the computer. They do all this shit. They don't for, use their brain. But they do it for the shit that's on social media. Right, the, the, right. The, the shit that's trending. That's yeah. the only thing that interests them. Trending. Anything they trending. They use social media to, li- the, to learn how to live their life. Right. When when we talked about some of the shit that these Gen Zs and the Generation Alpha has no clue about, and I made a little short list, and Gene, you can expound on one of these. Um, we had a situation where a Gen Z didn't even know how to open up a mailbox. Mm. You know the mailbox with the little flag on mm-hmm. it. They didn't know what the fuck the mama wow. told them. No, to no, no, not that mailbox. The blue mailbox that sit on the corner. They didn't oh, know yeah, to that's, pull that's the handle. One, that's one mailbox story. I got another one. <laughs> yeah, you talking got, about the blue one where you pull down and you yeah. put your mail on it? Yeah, and, the, and the public back. post office box yeah. on the oh, corner. Yeah, they know how to open that up. Yeah, that's one story. My story is. The, uh, a young lady asked her daughter because she was mailing. Because I don't know who mails shit nowadays, but obviously this lady put a stamp on the envelope and gave it to her daughter and told her daughter to take it to the mailbox and and um, flag it for the mail guy. The little girl oh, went out to the wow. mailbox and number one didn't know how to open it, and number oh, wow. two didn't didn't put the flag up because she didn't know what the fuck that meant didn't know what the on flag the front of mean. her own personal mailbox at their house. Yeah. She didn't know that shit. The bitch should have Googled it. That's that, what they do for everything else. I don't know how she came to do it the right unless <laughs> her mama went out there and showed her and cursed oh, her ass out. Wow. But th- that's the simple shit that these fucking Gen Zs yeah, and Alphas don't have a clue it. about. What about writing cursive? You know how many Gen Zs? They don't Zs, write in cursive? They don't, they don't teach them that <gasps> in school no more. I heard. Now, I don't know. What? I've heard that they don't. Cursive is not mandatory. Oh, Remember my. how so we that, used that, to have to sit That and, explains the, the chicken scratch. Yeah, writing that they have now. Jade, uh, what's his name? Uh, Willow. Remember that, yeah. remember that letter? So that explains it. That bitch can't write. I'm like, cursive, what, fourth grade? Yeah, oh second God. grade. Shit, second grade. Second grade, we was doing it. Cursive. Learning how to do that shit. We had to yeah. do that shit. They, they used to have tablets. On the fat line. On the fat line. They used to have tablets right. that we used to have to fill up. Correct. Capital A, lowercase A. Capital B, lowercase B. You know what I'm talking about. They don't teach that shit like that no more in school. Oh, my goodness. Yep. Now, look here, another one. Now, now, And I'm guilty of this one, too, now with my kids. What? I had to teach my kids how to endorse a check. Now, I can believe they don't know how to do that. Yeah, I had to teach mine how to write a check and how to fill it out correctly. I taught them one time, and they got it. But yeah, the first important. time, I mean, you know, they don't really teach them that in school anyway. Mm, um, mm. I think I learned from my grandmother because she was a tax lady. She's dealt with numbers. Yeah, I learned I from used to help her. my mom. Yeah. She's always been an uh, um, uh, but see, entrepreneur. See, that's the type of shit that's missing because yeah. I don't do that shit. So my kids wouldn't have known. I don't do that shit. Um, wow. But, yeah, I had to teach them how to endorse a check, 
how to fill out a check. Um, what else, um, Gene? How about the story? Tell them the story about the girl that didn't know what the Jordan emblem was. <laughs> so it was, it was a thing with uh, Mike Epps, and it was a couple of other guys, too, that told a story about how their little nieces and, and nephews and shit didn't know that the Jordan emblem, they thought the Jordan emblem on the tongue, the Jumpman logo, was a flower. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, they didn't realize yep. that that was Michael, Michael Jordan's Jordan. silhouette jumping, the Jumpman logo. Y'all better cut it out. That's what I'm saying. This is the generation that's leading us. This is what we've created. That's what you all have created, because mine going to know yeah, that. We had, we, my we kids had top, know. We, yeah. And yeah. my grandkids going to know. Fuck that. This is ridiculous. But this is why I call that generation of millennials the lost generation. And my kids are in that millennial category giving birth. But the only difference is when my kids finally have kids and I have they grandchildren, know. they going to know because grandmama going to make sure they straight. Yeah, you gotta I'm teach not going to have my kids man. out here without, winging it. Yeah, they going to know. And they going to yeah. know their history. Fuck right. that. Because right. these kids out here, these Sukihanas and Sexy Reds and Creshawns and Blue Faith, these kids, these people are yeah. lost. If you shut down social media, they will be fucking lost. Yeah. It's embarrassing. And meanwhile, the fucked up thing about it is the motherfuckers with the money. When I talk about I'm talking about these crackers that's trying to take slavery and the history out of our textbooks, they got all the money. They kids getting the best education. Mm -hmm. They kids getting all of the cursive writing. Oh yeah, and, and, and teaching them how and to teaching write them how to endorse and checks. Shit, like and that, yeah. shit, they doing stocks and bonds I'm and to learning, learning Wall Street and shit. How that yeah. shit work? Learning to speak Absolutely. three, four languages. Knowing what um, NFTs right. is. Right. Can you grab? Can you ask Sukihana what the fuck is an NFT? She wouldn't know what the fuck to tell you. No, she and I have a niece that 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 uh. Um, attends a, 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 a preparatory school that she knows five different languages. Yeah. But they, you heard what I said, and it's majority white folk. Oh, yeah. That's what they're doing. I, let me mm -hmm. tell you. Woo, man. Yeah, she's doing horseback riding at school and yeah, all she's, these she's other curriculums. She, that's what you, and it's yeah. sad to say. It's called being cultured. It's cultured. Right. It's, it's, it's sad to say that, you know, a lot of white black people don't have the money or the resources to send mm -hmm. their kids to these schools. But yeah. these big schools, these white schools, boy, they have these motherfuckers right. Our I'm kids are you. being left behind. Yep. Having a, 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 a run for that to TikTok for and Instagram yeah. to try to make a dollar, uh, uh, try to do what everybody else doing and blend in and make money. The rest of these motherfuckers that's ruling and handling and making the laws, going to these fucking good-ass schools and coming out mm -hmm. and running shit. And still mm -hmm. dumb as a motherfucker, but they running shit. Yeah, they running. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they got the all their education, for, but they have no child. street smarts. You're right. But my They're child had the best education. I struggle, too, to make sure they have it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do what I got to do. I'm working five jobs, motherfucker. And you got a lot of parents out there that's like that, but then you got a lot of people that's just like blue face mama. But, ignorant. But, oh, just but like God. scrappy mama, mama D and them. Ignorant. But ignorant. Let's, let's, let's revisit mm -hmm. why Generation X, our generation, is the best generation. Yeah. Let's revisit yeah. that. You got to yeah. talk about that. What you got to let these people understand is 
we had the best of both worlds. Yes. We, we seen hip hop yeah. come out of nothing. Mm-hmm. It took us by storm. Yep. We've lived without computers. Right. Amen. We didn't have cable and shit like that. We was watching regular TV. and encyclopedias. Yeah, right. Man, that's what we had. Card catalog. Card had to catalogs. go to the law- library mm-hmm. to so do look, reports. You had, you, and then back then, too, we was able to memorize more than 75 phone numbers. Hell yeah! Exactly. You could, that was the type of shit. That's how our brain was. You don't, even, you don't even think... We used our brain, key, motherfucker. We used it. Key, you don't even think about that shit. Yeah, we, I probably did remember 7,500 phone numbers. I ain't phone know. Numbers. But I ain't know that. Oh, call so-and-so. Oh, that's three. Two, five, three, four, 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 five, 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 six, six. I'm telling you, you <laughs> knew over at least 75 phone numbers. Well, I still remember your grandma's phone number when we first met, Gene. I two, still remember mine. Two, I think it was 240, oh, something like that. Uh, 695. Man, my grandmother doesn't have the same phone number as well. Uh, I can't remember. I, I got it wrote down, but I, I, until recently, because I think because I'm on the podcast right now, I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah. I remember that 895 something, something, 65. I remember line. that number. I remember right. my boyfriends from first grade, 768 Okay, you fucking up. No, no I'm not we, fucking up. Yeah, I'm you, just saying, <laughs> I remember <laughs> numbers. Yeah, I, got, I have a photogenic memory. I can that's look at shit and memorize like, it. So I can we, remember shit. So I get it. They don't. They don't. They don't. They, they, they brains are lazy. If everybody in Gen Z and 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 the millennials phone went down right now and they had Ooh, to go pick up a pay fun. phone to call somebody, their mama, their daddy, they couldn't do it. They like, won't even know that phone number by heart. Maybe yeah. 1% of them could do it. I know eight people in my family member uh social security number by heart. Right now, mm-hmm. I can call them off. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? Our brains was conditioned. How about cell phones? We witnessed the birth of the cell phone. Remember when we used to call waiting? That shit, that's just second. Nobody thinks about that. I remember when that phone, boop, boop, and we click over and shit. I remember when that was brand new. Because at one point, we grew up in a time where you get on the phone and that motherfucker was busy for hours. We seen shit grow. You had to wait. We seen shit grow. Yeah. You you got joned on if you ain't had call wait. I'm I'm telling you, you you was pulled if you ain't had call (laughs) wait. Damn, you ain't got call wait. And that shit came. We done witnessed, look. Wow. We witnessed the cable box that was a square box. Yeah. Yeah. All the way to the Jacksonville Cable Vision. Remember Cable Vision? I remember when the VCR was fifteen was fifteen hundred dollars, <laughs> and we had one, and we had Come a Betamax on, that was nine hundred, and had the remote with the cord to it. Come on, man! I remember and, that damn and, VCR. And, 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 and we started taping the Young and the Restless and the Bowling. Well, it wasn't the Bowling Beautiful back then. It was at, uh, uh, Search for Tomorrow and shit like that. Yeah. Let, yeah. Me, let me let me let me let me bring this one out. I don't know if it happened up there in DC, Gene, but here in Florida, when we was kids, see if you do it now, a motherfucker say that. Look at that bum. We used to go around as kids and pick up cans because you got money. That was the hustle. And took them to the grocery store in a bag and cashed them in. There you go. Come on, man. Yeah, we did that. Come on now. Hey, we pumped people gas. We did all that. Yeah, it was a hustle. Yeah, our generation. We was outside. No, these motherfuckers we talking about. We was no, we was outside. We was outside. We look, we jumped off the porch early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fuck yeah. Fuck that shit. We were trying to make money as little kids, but we was we yeah, was hustling to could. get this shit. Yeah. Yeah, man, the best generation was us. I'm sorry, 1965 to 1980. We seen the computers. We seen it all. Mm-hmm. We guess are what? still here. 
the it's bil- still functioning. Hello, the billionaires of the tech world are Gen Xs. All right, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. That's Just don't true. took shit and roll with it. Just roll Man. with it and want all the credit. Want all the credit. But these motherfucking. We yeah, but we they lost, man. These it's youngins are so weak. Curse. They ain't been in fights where they can like. Yeah. I met they can't my even take criticism. Look, I done met right. my I done met some of my best friends or good friends. In, that you done beat up. Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. You still all right, and nobody yeah. didn't get mad. And nobody, nobody got didn't get a gun. Got come back feelings. and kill you. They ain't cause uh, suicide because they got beat up. They ain't come back try to shoot nobody. Right. Everybody was outside. Oh, say your mama, cause mama was the hurtful thing to say. To yeah. You gonna say everything you gotta say, but when you in that bitch with bitch your mama, oh, it's it's on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That was the weapon. That was yeah. The weapon. That you was pull out the bag at the end. You ain't yep. say that when my mom fed your poor ass nigga. Right. right, but we didn't go kill the motherfucker. Nah. We'll beat your ass, and if we can't beat you that day, we'll beat you again tomorrow. We'll beat you and tomorrow. Then be all right. And the next thing you know, you you right. you you want you, you want you want some ice cream, nigga? Okay. <laughs> hey, I got some big blow. One by big blow. All that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's how you did it. A Gen yeah. Z ain't been punched in the face, so they talking all this shit, <laughs> and ain't never been punched <laughs> in the face before. Never even been in a fight. Can't right. take a lick. Yeah. Yeah, everybody feelings hurt. You know, everything is want to want to put put mental health on everything. Using that shit as a crutch. Using it as a crutch. Mm-hmm. You know, like that shit Jada doing. Whoa, it's me. I had a terrible childhood. A lot of people don't grow up fucked up. I'm telling you, bitch. But what they did, suck that shit up and look, you suck made it, ho, ho. You made it. You married to a motherfucker that's worth half a half a billion dollars. And you still yeah, whining and complaining? Want some attention? Them, she one of them ungrateful hoes too. Attention deficit asshole. This just don't that make no part. goddamn sense. And they birth and don't birth two lunatics. Her problem is she wasn't bigger than Will. Yeah. It's a whole lot to that shit. That whole she shit wasn't bigger than Will. If she was bigger than Will, she wouldn't even be doing all this that shit. be quiet in a motherfucker. See, that's the only man that she couldn't fix. Mm, right. That's the only man she couldn't fix. So her thing is to she break bored. him down. She bored. Yeah, she bored. He too perfect. <laughs> too she perfect. Bored. And he don't fail for the okay. But I already, like I told y'all last week, I already know why Will doing what he's doing. He yeah. trying to protect the flock. He trying to protect people above him and around him that he been dealing with in the industry. It's simple. She got something on him. But but my point again, the uncomfortable truth is something that people do not want to handle. They don't want to deal with it. What was that movie? You can't handle the truth. Your boy Jack hmm. Nicholson said that in the last a uh, last good few men or something like that movie. Uh, yeah, that was with uh, him and uh, uh, Cruz. Yeah, Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Yeah. A few you good can't men. handle the truth. Yeah, yeah, that's what it. That's all it's about. And they don't train their kids. They, they don't. They got the youth, the generation, Generation Zs, and Generation Alphas in that same weak ass realm. You know what I'm saying? Now, the only recap that I got that I also wanted to say, like we always talk about, um, mental health. This Monique situation from last week, I forgot to mention at the end of talking about Monique and her calling her husband daddy, that's a mental health issue too. And I wanted to say, Monique, get you some therapy, darling. I I forgot to mention that last week because she's missing a lot of people. We talk about mental health. We talked about it with Richard Card. We talked about it with Jada. We talked, uh, again, I'm bringing it back up with Monique. There's nothing wrong with getting yourself some therapy. 
you know, talking to somebody professional. Not trying to do what Jada doing and be a motherfucking a fake-ass guru and try to give advice and fake shit. Yeah, fake-ass Buddha bitch. We, none of that. But go get you some professional help, man. Because I don't see nothing but us going downhill internally. I can't even argue with y'all about politics and doing the right thing and going voting because y'all mentally ain't got yourself together. Now, it's an um, organization that I want to talk about probably in another podcast. Once we get these youth, this, this, this Generation Z and these millennials, we need to get them activated to get their ass to the polls in 2024. They don't like to learn. That's the problem. And, and right. And it's sad. And that's why I said we got to internally fix what's going on with us as a people so that we can mentally get ourselves together to help each other. Like I said, clean your own backyard up so that you can go forward with the uh, uh, with helping others. As I said, with another thing, always falling back on the Jada situation. Putting her story out there, influencing people, because that's all it is, is an influence, when her shit ain't together mentally herself. Mental health, y'all. Let's start with that. But anyway, what's next, cousin? Well, we're narrowing on down right now. Oh, wait a minute. Let me make this one more point, y'all. Did mm. I, I forgot to mention that the uh, Gen Z's, some of these Gen Z's didn't even know who Farrakhan was. <laughs> yeah, so who's Louis Farrakhan? They didn't even know what Louis yeah. Farrakhan was. Yeah, yeah, I got to put that out there. Because I'm going to tell you what I do, Key, and I want you to look at this, too. It's entertaining. I kind of oh. got addicted to it. Um, mm-hmm. I watch reactions. When you go on YouTube, look mm-hmm. up reactions, and you'll see people listening to music and shit like that for the first time. And... um. I watch a lot of these different videos of a motherfucker listening to Biggie for the first time, listening to Rock Him for the first time, and it's amazing. The Rock Him Jones is like this. He's got to be the greatest MC ever. When was this? Who is Eric B? I was waiting for his part. They don't know who these people are because their parents and shit ain't even teaching them about hip hop. Right. We was listening to our parents' music coming up, which is why we're the best. You see what I'm saying? The best generation. So we can always, uh-huh. so when we was listening to hip hop and you heard an Earth Wind sample inside of a Karis One song, you knew who it was. Right. Uh-huh. You see what I'm saying? Because we listened to our parents' music and it all grew. I had taught all my kids, like, we listened to hip hop, we listened to old music. They, they roll with their mom a lot of times. So mm-hmm. they understand. But the key is, we don't have any grandchildren. Would our kids do the same thing with our grandkids, or would they be listening to the bullshit that they listening uh, to without uh, reverting back and letting the kids listen to Tribe and listen to Marvin Gaye or listen to, you know, Teddy Pendergrass or listen to, you know what I'm saying? Gene, when, that, uh-huh. when we finally get our grandkids. I don't even know if we're going to get any. Oh, my it God. Oh, Lord. But check this out. <laughs> When we do, if we ever do Christmas, Marvin Gaye, motherfucking Peebo Bryson, motherfucking Sam Cooke, Donny Hathaway, this is Christmas. We, that's they what gonna, we do for they, Christmas. They going to get it. I'll, I'll, and that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what's missing. That is what's missing. You got to educate your kids and your grandkids. If your children are don't drop the ball, 
It's your job as the grandparent or great-grandparent to pick that ball up and run with it. Like, that's why they call us the, the, the wise ones, the ones with the wisdom, you know, so that we can go and, and basically uh, uh, pick up or fill in the gaps. But you got millennials that's grandparents now. Oh, my God. And that's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. Let's move on. Let's get it. Where you at, Key? All right. So we at the end right now, baby. We on, you Speaking know, of, your, your best part. Right. Speaking of good R&B music. Males, old versus the new. What yeah. we say? Millennials. Yeah. We got the old, the new. And Break the it down. The, the hit makers. Yeah. We got it again. Now, look. We promised y'all. Last week, we did the R&B females. We did the Mount Rushmore. And we did the vault. Now, this week, we put uh, Stevie Wonder, because after we went through all the males, the R&B singers, we ended up putting Stevie Wonder in the vault with Michael Jackson and Prince. Now, what that mean in the Black Radio Uncensored Music Vault is when we do uh, these countdowns and when we do these surveys or whatever, it's people that we don't touch. They're, they're not... They're overqualified to go in these categories, so we lock them away in a vault. So that would be Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and Prince. Okay? Just to recap, uh, Mount Rushmore was Patti LaBelle, Whitney Houston, Luther Vandross, and R. Kelly. Now, our Mount Rushmores are the R&B singers that got the best natural, natural voice. Okay? So that's our... uh, version of our Mount Rushmore's is men and women that got natural voices. Patty, Whitney, Luther, and Robert Kelly. The vault, we don't touch them. They overqualified for the uh, Mount Rushmore and these categories. Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and Prince. Now, getting down to the old school jams. When I say that, we got a list of R&B singers, male, I got them broken into categories, y'all, because it was real hard. It's so many male singers that we couldn't just do like we did the women and just put them in a few categories. We had to break them into into two and three and four uh, categories. The first category is old school. And we're going to play some tracks in between. All right, on my old school category, male R&B singers, we got James Brown. We got Al Jarreau, Smokey Robinson, Bill Withers. Do we have a Bill Withers jam? Mm-hmm. Yep. This is Bill Withers, y'all. This is give y'all for the younger people that don't know. When I wake up in morning love and the sunlight hurts my eyes and something without warning love bears heavy on my mind alright so I look that's Bill Withers y'all um, the next person the on my list right. we got uh, Peebo Bryson we got Ray Charles James Ingram Barry White, Curtis Mayfield, Jeffrey Osborne, Al Green, Isaac Hayes, Bobby Warmack. Now these, you, now Key, 
Hmm. Wait a minute. Don't, what, what? Wait a minute. Jeffrey Osborne, for y'all that don't know. When he was with LTD. Yeah, see, now I was going to save this for the groups, but I see he got him. Y'all hear that voice? That's Jeffrey Osborne. All right. On next on my list, I got George Benson, Lou Rawls. Alexander O'Neill, um, Teddy Pendergrass. Now look, this next artist, y'all, and Key, help me out with this one. Okay. I've been in a constant debate with Gene all week now. I love Marvin Gaye. Gene want to put Marvin Gaye in the vault with Michael Jackson, Prince, mm. and Stevie Wonder. Mm-hmm. Or at least straddle him in between the vault. Right now, he's straddled because he's not placed in any category yet. He's not in Mount Rushmore or the vault. He's kind of like on the fence in the middle. What you think? What's your, what's your, because I didn't get a chance to ask you about that. I do, I I do feel the same way when it comes to Marvin, you said Marvin Gaye, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he... He's the shit, and he was the shit, always will be the shit. And yeah. even though what only was a great uh, vocalist, but he was a great performer, and he was legend. He's legendary. He's a legend. Um, now, do we want to just agree to put him in the vault? Or do I we would. Want, want to put him in the vault? Okay, so we're yeah. going to... Now, I'm going to tell y'all why. I'm going to tell you why I personally love Marvin Gaye. Now, I always loved his music. His okay. voice is beautiful. But he's and he's a natural singer. This next clip that I'm about to play is Marvin Gaye back in 1981, y'all. This how cool and smooth this nigga was. This is a rehearsal. This nigga was laying on the sofa while they were rehearsing, singing this song. Now just visualize that while y'all listen to this next one. It's the last one. This nigga wasn't standing up. He was laying down. natural laying down on the sofa singing okay and that's what i'm saying mm-hmm. if you ain't doing it like that 
It's like you're not getting no props from us. I'm sorry. So yeah, I, just based off of that, and then you know he got the um he did the national anthem too at one of those basketball games. I started to play that clip too. He blew mm -hmm. the fuck off of that. Now, I just don't like that song, but he sung the fuck out of that song, and it was so natural and cool. He's so cool, and 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 the way his music when he be singing, it makes you feel good. DC Zone. I gotta give it up to my man. Yeah, he from DC. DC Zone. Mm hmm Yep. So um let's see. So yeah, we go ahead and put him in our uh uh wait a minute. Put him in our vault. The next one on the list, I said Teddy Pendergrass, y'all. Did y'all hear me say Teddy Pendergrass? Alexander O'Neill, Lou Rawls, Otis Redding. Uh we got Dennis Edwards. Ronald Isley. We still doing old school, y'all. And like I said, there's so many of them. I might be missing some, but this is a majority of them. Donnie Hathaway. I know y'all remember that this Christmas. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's Donnie Hathaway. Sam Cooke. Um, Philip Bailey and Maurice White. Now, we're going to talk about them more when we get to the groups with Earth, Wind, and Fire. Because I'm nominating Earth, Wind, and Fire to go in the vault. Meaning, when we do our groups, they overqualified, as far as I'm concerned. That's my vote, but we'll get into that at a later date. Um, and, and that's about it for my old school. Now we're going to get mm -hmm. into, um, oh, wait a minute, Lionel Richie. Mm -hmm. I can't forget my boy. Can't forget my boy Lionel. That's a, oh, Zoom. Yeah, but see, he, he, yeah, he goes with group and solo. That was solo. Commodores. Yeah, that was with the Commodores. But he solo uh, as career. a solo, yeah. he had some hits. So, yeah. All right. Now, the next group. Now, now I'm gonna, before I get into the new school, y'all, I'm going to go over hit makers. Now, these are guys that they had hits, but their voices are either gone now or not as strong, or just plain wasn't known as being a hell of a singer, but their music was so tight, they were hits regardless of their voice. Um, Freddie Jackson, mm -hmm. Keith Sweat. Mm. Now, Keith Sweat is the main one. Keith Sweat is the reason yeah. why I made this category, because a lot of people talk about he sound like a... <laughs> but, but Keith Sweat hey, had hey. them hits. That shit was terrible. <laughs> yeah. He had them hits, though. He made them babies. He had them people around making babies. Right. <clears throat> Tevin Campbell, y'all, he was the shit when he was little. He, he ain't quite busting it out no more. He don't lost it, but he had some hits. Frankie Beverly. Now, even though he will go... Frankie Beverly and Mays, right? He will go under our group category. He's another one that's out there singing his heart out and don't lost it. Remember last week when we did Patty LaBelle mm -hmm. at her age? Mm -hmm. How she's still blowing that shit? I'm telling you. Frankie ain't got it no more, y'all. He don't, he don't, it's, it's over. We still love him. And he's the author of a lot of hits, but it's over. Um, L. DeBarge. Now, y'all know I love me some L. DeBarge, that damn. Ooh, and I like it. Hey. He, it's over. I mean, he he all right and everything. He might can do a little here and there. He might hit a note and we all start He screaming. still can sing. He just can't stay out of trouble. Keep pushing. Well, yeah, that's true too, but it ain't the same. It ain't the same. Johnny Gill, he's another one. Matter mm -hmm. of fact, we going to hit all the new edition uh, brothers together. And y'all know I love me some new edition. Johnny Gill, 
Ralph Transvon, and Bobby Brown. It's over. I love y'all to death. Y'all had some hits. Ricky love. Bell's still doing it. He, yeah, Ricky, me, I didn't even notice. I didn't call Ricky. I call, <laughs> I call uh, uh, Johnny, Ralph, and, and, and Bobby. Now, Johnny, depending on if he don't drunk his hot tea or not, he might can still blow a couple of notes. Stop trying to be Luther and be Johnny. Right. He need to, mm-hmm. he need to stay in his realm. He try mm-hmm. to do too much. And he be sounding fucked up like he did when he saw the national anthem at that black picnic. I was pissed off. <laughs> I mean, that black golf tournament. Um, Aaron Hall. That nigga, oh, baby, don't you be afraid. <laughs> that nigga can sing his ass off. Yeah, he another yeah. one that was I, in I, the group. Oh, man, yeah. that was one of my favorites, yeah, too. Yeah, but he can't do uh, it like that no more. It's yeah. Over. It's over. But he had them hits, though. Another dude, Babyface. Now, y'all know I love me some Babyface. I love Babyface, but, you know, he ain't really got it. Like, he still, but, Jay, he still can do a show. I would still go to a Babyface show. And he had some hits. But he's not known as he not up there with with Luther and Marvin and all them as far as a voice, but but um he got them hits. Um, last two people on this list of hit makers, but questionable outside of that. I'll be sure. I'll be sure used to have some hits back in the day, y'all. But he ain't doing it like that no more, y'all. It's over. I mean, his first album rolled for two summers straight. I can tell you how I feel about <laughs> you Don't do that. <laughs> no, he had some hits. Yeah, that first yeah. album. Yeah, some hits. I liked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked album. I like sure. that shit. Yeah, his first album was the shit. It was the best. Now, I'm going to yeah. tell y'all this last one. Oh, boy. I know a lot of people going to be mad with me. I don't care. Charlie Wilson, boy, bye. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, boy. He's doing he, too uh, much. He definitely. He's doing he got too much. The group, right. He did. He the too much. He wanted to be a youngin'. He, it, he was the shit. Okay? Yeah. I love me some Charlie Wilson Gap Band era. But all this new shit he trying to hang on and be relevant and hang with the young people and shit. Sit your old ass down somewhere. <laughs> Get out of here. Tag, guy, you tag, Get out of here. Now, we'll talk about them more uh, when we do the groups. We'll probably do groups mm-hmm. next week. Now, honorable mention right quick. Last week we did, for the females, we had an honorable mention, Tina Marie, because she was white. I ain't want to give a you know put her in no yes, categories. Yeah, that's what you call it. What you had called it like a white, white chocolate. White chocolate. <laughs> and our white chocolate category this week, honorable mention goes out for the for the art for the men, Michael McDonald. Okay. Damn, I ain't even putting. That's what I meant to do. Yeah, put a Mike, Mike, Michael that, McDonald he had a good in the one with, uh, Patty LaBelle, no? Yes. On my own. On my own. Yes, yeah, sir. yeah, yeah. They sound good. Um, that was my shit. Hold on, Don't let me play you. some. I never found it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So look, now we gonna get into the new school artists R and B. All right, that's everybody right. that y'all probably hearing on the radio now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Maxwell, Dwelle, sure. Usher. Um, Maxwell, Jamie Fox, Music Soul Child. Um, Kenny Lattimore, Bilal. Now, a lot of people, my, Gene always say I don't say his name right. Do we have a Bilal hit to play for? If people don't know who Bilal is, you know who that is, Key? Yeah, I know Bilal. exactly who that is. Okay. He, he, sound, he sounds very nice. He's a great R&B guy. This is Bilal, y'all. 
Listen to this voice, y'all. We got Bilal, we got uh, Eric Bonet, we got Stokely from Mint Condition. Do I have anything about um, Mint Condition? Okay, we're going to do that when we do the groups next week, y'all. We're going to showcase Stokely's voice. That's another one that's underrated. Um, KC from uh, Jodeci. That, he ain't got it no more either. Jodeci had them hits too, but uh, we're going to talk about that under the groups. But um, he, he can sing his ass. He used to can sing his ass off. We got um, Eric Robeson, Carl Thomas. You remember Carl Thomas? Uh, who? What the hell? Who though? Did we got who, Carl Thomas. Come on now. For people that might not Come remember. On, man. He was on the Puffy label. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you hear it, Key? You hear it? She hear it. Okay. Well, I've heard everyone you played so far. Oh, that's good. That means something happened. He's working now. Mm-hmm. Okay. This was my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my kids will tell you, I played this shit to death in the car. Hey, it was that, that uh, yeah. Oh. I think of you with Raphael Sadiq. Now, we're going to talk about him when we do groups because we're going to do that Tony, Tony, Tony when we get to groups. But Raphael Sadiq voice is underrated. You got D'Angelo. You got Anthony Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Um, who else we got? We got um, Raheem Devon. Mm. Now, for those of y'all Classic. who don't know who Raheem Devon is, we're going to give Classic. you a little bit of that right quick. Listen to the words. Yeah. See, that's what's missing now with all this 
new shit. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the fuck they saying, and they ain't saying shit when they offer. They saying shit, right? See, these guys praise women. Listen to this shit. That bedroom stuff shit. Sing it, boy. And I just keep crying, messing. Of course, we got chemistry. I know y'all know who Kim is. His mm-hmm. album, Chemistry, he came on the scene and tore that shit up. Um, another, now this is some earlier. Now, it's new. I got it on the new school and not old school, but Keith Washington. Y'all remember who Keith Washington is? Mm. Let me remind y'all right now. Remind him. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Sean Patterson, um, let's see, Will Downing. Mm. Now, this next jam, I want to play, is a duet that Will Downing did with Rochelle Farrell. Now, I know a lot of y'all probably like, who is that? So I want to play that too, (laughs) because he's underrated too as a singer. This Rochelle part, can we fast forward to his part? I remember this song. When he sings. Oh. 
after her birth. She can sing too. How about I didn't even put her on the list last week? Rochelle Pharrell. Mm-hmm, she yeah. can. Her and Olita Adams. Yeah. And Yolanda oh, Adams. Wow. Yolanda but Yolanda Adams, they, there you go, y'all. Here you go. What can I do to deserve? Listen to that nigga voice. Will Downing, y'all. Heaven knows. Lord knows I'm only you. Can this be? Someone truly for me. Yes. All right. All right. So, y'all, that's almost, that's, that's about the end of my list for new school artists. And when I say that, this is all our music that we've been listening to through the 2000s, um, all this good music. Because like I said, we can all relate to the old school, all of the older uh, 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 vets out there. And then we got the new ones that's, they just sound good, you know, um, Kenny Lattimore, uh, again, I got a new jam I'm going to play. It's not new, but it's newer uh, to put some focus on Chrisette Michelle and Music Soul Child. This is my favorite song I've been playing. Like, I always got a, a song that's in the forefront of my playlist that's modern because I'm always listening to old school and new school music, but I don't listen to everybody because I'm always on my, my iTunes listening, right? Mm-hmm. But this particular jam... I don't know how it slipped me back when it first came out. Um, yeah, Robert Glasper is the producer. He produced the album. He did the music, right? He does right. music and he let the uh, artists sing on his music. So this particular song has Music Soul Child and Chrisette Michelle. But uh, that's just to put focus on Music Soul Child because he's in our new school. So here we go. Let's hear it real quick. Listen to the music, Key. Music soul child, y'all. Cause that's something anyone can be. Yeah. Attraction now that's something different. Uh Uh-huh. And thankfully you're both to me. Cause I've learned in this life, yeah. You gotta be with someone you like. You think That's a nice little jam right there, ain't it, Key? Mm-hmm. I love that Give shit. Give me vibe. I'm vibing. That shit beautiful, man. I be riding <laughs> to that thing right there now. 
But um, yeah, so that wraps up the new school part of it. Um, I might have missed a few. I got Rashawn Patterson on here. I think I hit him. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of good um, singers um, that don't made hits and nice songs, nice grooves throughout the 2000s and, um, and the 90s. Some of these from the 90s. I think Carl Thomas was the 90s, right? I think it was mm -hmm. the 90s. Yeah, he was a 90. Uh-huh. Um, also, now, the last of our list this week, y'all, with male R&B singers, we're going to end up with the millennials. We've been talking about the millennials and the generations all day. We're not, we got, now, even though Usher was born, um, let me see, what year was Usher born? I had that shit wrote down. Um, yeah, Usher was born in 78. That's funny, ain't So that means he's, um, he and our generation. Mm. Yeah, in our generation, Usher. Mm -hmm. Well, he's a little sure. younger. Yeah, of course, of course. He's, he's younger than me, he but he was born yeah. in '78. Yeah, he's young. Hold on, let me double check that, y'all, to make sure yeah, I'm giving y'all the right. Young. Yeah, he was born in 1978. Mm -hmm. So yeah. yeah, he's in our generation. Yeah, so I got him on the millennials list because even though he was born, oh uh, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Don't nobody kiss it like you. He can put that soprano so, on your ass. Uh -huh. He got all ranges. Girls can't yes. mind. You do it so good, you fuck my mind. You pull it up and you open by. You make me want to tap out every time. Your pretty lips leave me so inspired. Uh, I think that she a winner. She could be a keeper. Cause she's such a good kisser. I put Welcome to BRU Radio. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, yeah, so he, even though he was born with us, I put him in the millennials because he did music for the millennials. I mean, he was he was three years old when the millennials start being born. You know what I'm saying? He started in 80. So it's like um, everybody else that I'm about to call off on this list is in that generation of millennials. Um, again, Usher. Chris Brown, he can sing, y'all, regardless of his, um, regardless of everything else y'all think or uh, uh, can say about Chris Brown, the little bro brother can sing. Um, Mario, now y'all know I, don't, I ain't feeling Mario talking about he need to be on Mount Rushmore with Whitney and, and Michael Jackson, but um, he can sing. He can, he can, he can hold a, a little note. I got to give it to him. Mm -hmm. um, another person on the list, Miguel. If anybody yeah, can like relate, Miguel. Mm -hmm, Miguel. Omarion. Mm, Omarion is voice. on the list. Mm. Neo, regardless of his, what he doing in his personal life, professionally, <laughs> Neo can sing, y'all. And he can write great music. Yes, he's a good writer, too, as well. Trey Songs, 
this nigga in trouble with the law. And this is what I'm saying. It's a lot of drama. Now, not saying James Brown, L.D. Barge, all, all these artists don't have trouble with the law. I get it. I understand it. But y'all realize mostly all of these guys that I'm calling off for this millennials, they are off the chain with problems. This social media shit. Again, Chris Brown, Miguel, not Miguel, Neo, Amarion, him and his baby mama, uh, Trey Songs with the rape and assault charges. Um, you know, mm. just a lot of problems, but they do good music because you have to they separate the art from the man. We're talking about mm. art form mm. right now. Art form, these boys got it going on. Um, also on the list, Frank Ocean. Mm. Okay, he had some controversy surrounding his sexuality a few years back. You know what I'm saying? They Always did. something. But yeah, those are some of the millennials, y'all, that y'all, you know, watch out for. If y'all know their music, great. I just think from an old lady, peeping ahead inside and just got to listen to music. I would listen. I, I have Trey songs on my iPod. Mm-hmm. I have Neo. I have Miguel, Chris Brown, and Usher. Oh, yeah. So they're they're they they they're good. They're they're pretty damn good, y'all. So look, y'all, that's it. That's it. That's all I got, y'all. I hope they have fun and they enjoy the music. Yes. And the, and so the content. Too. We had a great time. We had a real good time. Um also last week, y'all, I forgot to put a plug in mm-hmm. for Feet Spot. Okay, hold on. Um mm-hmm. Feet Spot. They have they host a bunch of podcasts. In other words, not really hosts, but they um if you go on f- podcast.feedspot.com, you can look up any podcast, including ours. They're the ones they ranked us in what among the Washington DC podcast. They ranked us number six. It's 671 podcasts in the DMV area. Okay, and we Black Radio Uncensored is ranked number six. And I want to uh, give a shout out and thank you to the founder of Feed Spot for recognizing us and putting us in that um, category, a podcast. But um, but uh, check it out, y'all. You can look up any type of podcast anywhere in the world. They have a complete list of all podcasts from best sports, uh, best in your city, um, all of that. If you look it up, just Google it, type in what type of podcast on the feed spot, and it'll pop up, it'll rank it, it'll give you information, it'll give you links on how to get to that podcast, um, join their uh, social media uh, links and follow them, everything, y'all. So check it out. Again, thank you again. Uh, I don't want to mess up and butcher his name, but his first name is Anuj. He's the founder of Feedspot. And just want to give him a shout out and a thank you for recognizing Black Radio Uncensored. Yo, I love <laughs> it. Yo, 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 y'all. Thank you so much. This is Key. And this is Ro. Black Radio Uncensored. Thanks for tuning in to Black Radio Uncensored. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is posted. Rate, review, and share this podcast with your friends. And we'll see you next time.